criminals who stole billions of relief money. All you PPP niggas is shaking in your boots now. You niggas was busting checks all year. I took mine out on a different social security number. I'm good. Y'all was busting checks all year. Tomorrow, yo, all you got to do is this. And you know what they say. Any plan that starts with all you got to do, you going to jail. That's how Biden going to come in your crib, getting your PP shit. Feds is knocking on your door, banging this. Right out the tank. My life was never easy. No, no, no warrior mom. We get that game interview today. Is it tonight? I think it, it airs on Revolt tonight. As in Thursday. How much, how much cap you think game is spitting? Oh, he's going to have on a bucket hat. Yeah. I cannot wait. But I think that game be trolling a lot, man. I don't think he's serious with none of this shit. I think game has been caught in so many lies that he's done them purposely. Yeah. Like, he knows point, I'm going in to tell you guys a lie. Yeah. I mean, it makes for good entertainment. Um, But it's just like, I just, I hope he, this is for entertainment because nobody believes that. We've seen some of the captions that are floating around from the interview. Game drunk with Nori instigating. Yeah, this might be the, the biggest live festival of all time. Yeah. And you so. know Nori's going to co-sign every lie. <laughs> well, Nori likes to make sure that his pod is entertaining, no mm. matter what. Like, you know, let the guests say whatever they want to say. And, you know, if it's entertaining, it's entertaining. But um, I saw one that you sent to the chat saying that uh, Game told a uh, whole he had to check in. Yeah, he's not good in L.A. no more. He can't come to L.A. I believe Jay has the biggest house in California. In L.A. right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw oh, I saw another clip. Oh, no, this was on Clubhouse. It wasn't on uh, from the interview. Game had said he wrote What Up Gangster for 50 on Get Richard Dash Ryan. Was Game even around 50 back? No. Oh, so he's just having fun. If 50 man. wrote What Up Gangster before he even signed a Sorry. trade. <laughs> That's what I was to say. I don't know, but okay. Maybe he added a bar, helped him here and there. I don't know. Listen, man. It's going to be entertaining. I know that. I, listen, y'all know I love Game. I think and his discography is amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. he's that, hilarious. That speaks for itself. But um, I, I'm, I was... Uh, I had mentioned to you about us possibly sitting down with game, I think one time last year when we were in LA. I know, and I'm I'm tight that that Nori beat us to it. Cause yeah. I don't think we'll be able to top whatever Nori's no, 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 about no. to do with game. I don't wanna I don't wanna I don't wanna <laughs> talk the game now. This is he got his he got his podcasting career mm -hmm. out the way early. Um but yeah, I'm gonna watch it because I, I like I like game. Uh Nori's obviously fam. So I think that uh those two personalities together will make some some entertaining conversations. I think Game is going to start podcasting after this. I think he's going to see the response that he gets with this Drink Champs episode. Because I think this is going to be one of the bigger Drink Champs. And that's saying something. Yeah. Just because I know Game. Yeah, and then, again, it's, it's a lot that Game has seen and, and, and been a part of. And uh, I know everybody does want to hear what he has to say about the uh, Super Bowl snub. If you I want to hear what he has to say about Jimmy Henchman. I don't give a fuck about the Super Bowl. <laughs> you think? Oh, well, I'm sure they... I don't know how in depth he may go into that. It's all public record. No, I mean on 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 Drink Champs with Nori. Mm. I just don't know, but I'm pretty sure Nori asked, brought that up. Oh, for sure, Nori was there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for for sure, Nori was around. Game's not the only one that was shooting outside of Hot 97. No. Nori was too. Yeah, Nori was allegedly, there. allegedly, it's, it's on all, camera. I think everyone's admitted it. <laughs> it is. It's on camera, and, and it's on camera. Um, but yeah, nonetheless, I do want to check that episode out. Shout out to Nori for another uh, any of him. And EFN uh, for another dope Drink Champs uh, episode. Um, what's going on with you, though, man? How was the weekend? Uh, How was what, the week? I'm the sorry. The week, rather. Yeah. Um, it was I don't week. remember the days anymore. 
we did the uh, Soho Soho House thing with uh, Conway. That mm-hmm. was fun. We'll have some clips from that. But Shout out to Conway. Cool to talk with him about the album. Number one rap album in the country. Then we went to dinner. You picked up the tab. Little private room. I arrived. They said, are you here for Jamil? I was like, I am. How did you know that See, I was here for Jamil? Because when I got there, the host said, oh, I think your friend is already here. I didn't even know you were there yet. I was like, who is she talking about? Because you're a regular there. And then I and then I turned the corner and I saw the the palest face in the room. I said, yeah, that's my guy. I was not there. That was the well, one on the Upper the, West Side. The, <laughs> that was not the one in Harlem. You know when the candle light hits your face, it makes it a little more white. No, I, the candle was... I was hitting the candle. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. <laughs> I lit the candle you with my can- face. You a candle in the sun? <laughs> it's a very beautiful song, actually. And he's now back with his girl, so we may we might get another... That's what it's called on Miguel shit, right? What? I don't think it's... Candles. The outro? It's not candles in the sun? No. Is that it? Sure. It's candles in the sun? Really? Yeah, don't talk to me about my Miguel knowledge. That's a classic album. Miguel's album? Kaleidoscope Dreams to me is a classic album. I'm not mad at that. Yo, you know what album I was listening to uh, this week? And I, I was like, damn, we didn't, I don't think we gave this album when it came out enough love. Uh, Daniel Caesar's album. Yeah. I can't pronounce it, but. Fr- Fruitian? <laughs> Fruitian? However you say it. Daniel Caesar's album is really dope. Uh, what's up with Dan? You don't, you don't speak to him? No. Um, I, did, did I ever publicly say that we, we squashed beef? You did, and we saw we we saw him when we were leaving a highlight room in L.A. Oh yeah, that's right. We Softest beef in the world, by the way. Yeah, pause. They, how do you have beef with Daniel Yo. Caesar? I didn't Great have guy. beef with him. Or he had beef with you. He had a little issue with you. No. What did he, you say? No, I didn't. Say, I've been. I played Daniel Caesar before anybody. Period. Mm-hmm. I do take. I don't take a lot of credit for certain stuff. I'm taking credit for the beginning of Daniel Caesar as far as getting those first records out there. I am going to take credit on that one. Fruitian. So, he, I, I, I forgot, I, was he defending Yes Jewels or some shit? Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Okay. And mind you, I don't think I said anything about him besides of like, that's weird. That's a weird thing for someone to do. Defend Yes Jewels. <laughs> Just thought it was odd. That's, but if that's his friend, that's not odd to defend your friend. I don't think they know each other. <laughs> oh, then that's odd. <laughs> now that changes I don't everything. Think, yeah, I don't if think they don't ever know met... each other, then that's odd. That's odd. Um, and he had said something to our former co-host along the lines of, well, I bet Rory uses the N-word too. Okay. Another person yet yet again accusing me of using this word. I don't know why people think or want you to use they that just, word so bad. They just want me to. That shit is so stupid, man. It's just the dumbest shit in the world. So I think I went on the pod and was like, that's corny. Don't just, don't just put that on somebody like, oh, he probably says it. Yeah. And I was like, man, fuck Daniel Caesar. Then I was in uh, Long Beach. I forgot what festival it was. You know, I was festivaling. Yeah. Um, I was in the Artist Village because I'm important. Mm-hmm. I'm kidding. Right. Not snuck, really. snuck a wristband. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sharing wristbands with somebody. Mm-hmm. Back there and, and, and someone taps on my shoulder and I turn around. He's like, I don't want to fight. I was like, I didn't think you wanted to. <laughs> Man, like, like, and we had a great talk. He was like, no, I was wrong. I shouldn't have said that shit. I apologize. And we've been friends since. Daniel Caesar is a great guy, man. Super, super good guy. Super cool. Uh, great artist. Um, so yeah, shout out to Daniel Caesar. That Fruitian album is, is really great. I was listen, listening to it this week. And uh, we need some new Daniel Caesar, man. Was he, 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 of course, wasn't successfully canceled. He was just on one of the biggest no, records with Justin Bieber. Successfully canceled. I think he might be one of the only people that was successfully canceled. People love Daniel Caesar. He's on the number one record of 2021. 
when wait. Justin Bieber's singing about fucking apple pies and Georgia peaches and shit? Yeah, but why? Isn't Daniel Caesar on that song? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's that, on that song. Okay, Him yeah. and Give Y'all, right? Yeah. Yeah, but that doesn't. Daniel Caesar is not canceled. Bro, Daniel Caesar had the world, bro. Have you heard anything about Daniel But I don't Caesar think he's, I think he's just not working. I think he's maybe it's doing. It's been years. And yeah, I think he put something out. It's been years. He's no? canceled where? On Twitter? No. His album sold. Yeah, like that's so he's not canceled. I don't think he's putting out any music, but he's not canceled. If he puts out music tomorrow, people are gonna gonna stream it. That's Daniel Caesar. He's a really really talented artist. I was just listening to his album and I was like, damn, like we haven't heard a mm. project from him because that came out in 2017, something like 40? that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So I was listening to it. Great album. Uh, Miguel's album, Kaleidoscope Dreams, another great album. Um, would love to have new music from both of these guys. Miguel is uh happily back with his wife, so I'm pretty sure we're gonna get a. A new project of full of love and pretty melodies. Oh no, we got. Um, I was thinking that was the second album. Case Study '01 came out in 2019 from Daniel Caesar. Okay, Pharrell's on it. John Mayer, Brandy. That record with Brandy is fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. Love again. You can't be canceled when you're doing records with fucking Brandy. I'm sorry. There's only one person that the culture successfully canceled outside of Robert Kelly, and that was Chrisette Michelle. And I think it's time that we bring Chrisette Michelle back. God damn it. Well, that's just you're on the same team as her. That's I'll why. I'll bring Chrisette back before we bring Daniel Caesar back. What? What did Daniel do? No, somebody tell me. What did Daniel do to get to get canceled? Seriously, um, I don't remember. You don't remember? He no. He remember. defended Yes Jules, right? Exactly. That's why he got. But it's yeah. the way he defended. Yes so he put out a tweet, and basically it says, "Why are we being mean to, to Jules? Why are we being mean to white people right now? This is a serious question." Why is it that we're allowed to be disrespectful and rude to everybody and when anybody returns any type of energy to us, that's not equality? He was mean to me. He was alive. <laughs> Wait, he alive. tweeted that and then put the N-word on my jacket. He was alive, <laughs> fucking caping. Like, why are we being fucking mean to her? Like, I don't give a fuck. You guys can fucking cancel me. I don't care. You guys should stop being fucking mean to her. Like, people weren't being mean to her for a reason. Like, Scotty and them didn't have a reason for the shit that they were calling him out, calling her out on. He should have just minded his business when it came to that because everybody was right. He's Canadian. <laughs> what do you want from him? But if you want to go cape, I'm fucking around. you want to cape for them, you could cape for them. But I, you got to deal with what comes with it. But he said cancel them. So shit, that's what they did. But yes, Jewel's not even canceled. How you get canceled for someone that's not canceled <laughs> off what they did? <laughs> like, that's all. This whole cancel shit to me is just like people just wake up one day and decide, yo, we're going to just send out a bunch of aggressive tweets towards this person. But that cancel shit, I don't, we should not be canceling Daniel Caesar. I think I now have a reissue with him. I didn't realize he tweeted, why are we being mean to white people? And then he was mean to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that very same day. Well, it's balance. You said equality, right? I'm going to defend white people, but then I'm also going to shit on white people. But why you got to defend Jules and, and shit on me? I was going to say, how are you going to defend one culture vulture and not the other one? Let's That's true. That well, people want to fuck Jules. People don't want to fuck me. Eh. I've seen some guys in the tweets lately. <laughs> They're like your eyes and your yeah. beard. You know I mean, the, the Fez, the Fez thing. You and Fez are like the two hottest gingers in town right now. Yeah, hey, he brought the stock up. Yeah, I can't sure. be mad. At him. He better not die because I need a, another. Well, 2024. They, they I'm back. They were so, we found out they were supposed to kill him, but they changed him, but... it the day before the shoot and uh, decided, no, nah, we'll keep him on because we might need to bring him back for the next season because the people seem to really love him. It's a heartthrob. Yeah, heart they could have called you. Listen, I could play Fez. Yeah, absolutely. I could play the older Fez. The older Fez. <laughs> like instead of flashbacks. Like he actually looks older the than future. you. He does say, look older than you. That's the funny shit. He looks older than you. I can talk really slow. 
Rue, come on. Rue. <laughs> Rue, get out, Rue. Rue. Oh, you got to no do is more take a few shots Rue. and you start really talking like that. That's your real voice after you take a few shots. We, uh, so yeah, How we did fuck Rue, man. How he? He look at her like a little sister. Oh, there's plenty of guys that have fucked their sister. Oh, yeah. that, that wasn't their sister. A, a good, you tell That's that a trailer that park a special guy. right there. Uh, I meant like sister, not I actually I know, fucked I know, I know. My their bad. sister. I'm sorry. I, I apologize. All white people just don't have incest. I apologize. I like said I'm sorry. It's nasty. What were you saying? I'm sorry. Yeah. Um... <laughs> what, man? He looks at her like a little sister, so. Daddy fucking got hooked on more drugs? He didn't get her hooked on more drugs. He gave her, he provided her with drugs when she came for it so that she won't fuck around and go get some unsafe shit from someone else. Yeah, then he Oh, that's brought, responsible. He brought a drug addict around enablers that were doing heroin in his backseat. He didn't know that girl was going to be with that dude. She wasn't supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. Heard you. Yeah, I don't know why they brought her along for that shit anyway. But. You're going to keep a drug addict in, in a trap house. <laughs> that, that sounds counterproductive that doesn't sound like a smart idea but I'm here to defend and love Fez he's done a lot for my career my face he did uh, I, I've gotten zero pussy because of it but it's it, is, it is nice to you know have redheads actually look appealing for once we but, uh so we did the Conway shit at Soho House and then uh we went out after I met up with you guys oh and, that's uh, right we did go out we met you guys at last lap and uh Rory came to the door and because the gentleman at the door was giving me a not a hard time, but a little difficult time. He asked me for a ticket. I didn't know you needed tickets to go on last night. I didn't know that either. I had no idea. He probably didn't want you to come in. I felt like that. And mm-hmm. I was kind of like, ah, I, I think this gentleman doesn't want me here. He doesn't mm-hmm. like my face, whatever. But um, so you came and got me and we walked through last lap. And it literally felt like we walked through four different parties. Absolutely. Like there was a lot of shit going on in last lap. And like night. different phases of the party too. Like there was like the calm beginning, like, oh, let's have a glass yeah. of wine. Then in the corner, there was... Degenerates doing fucking shots of tequila. Yeah. Then upstairs, it's just people drinking out the bottle straight. People grinding on each other on the wall with no music playing. Uh, people, you know, you know, I like the I like the corner of people that's like the people that are ready to go at the parties. Mm. Like they had their coat on, you could tell like they're ready to walk out. They are having like that one last conversation with that person before they leave. Yeah, see, if I like possibly that I could get some pussy. I like that group right there. Mm. That's where I like to stand in 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 the parties. But um, it was good to see you know people out in last lap having a good time, seeing yeah. some familiar faces. It was good to see you. I was like, Ma, out with us? Yeah, man. Like Look, man, right? I went you know, I went I went by Astor Club. I, I got I got my medication, you know what I'm saying? And then I um I came up and met y'all. But I had yeah. to get out of there, man. Once things started, I started hearing conversations on the sides. <laughs> it's just funny to hear the type of shit. Yo, let me eat you out on the phone. I'm like, what? I'm like, yo, I'm about to get up out of here, y'all. I mean, in that gentleman's defense, it was what, 1 30 in the morning? He had been drinking, he was on FaceTime. It's about that yeah, time to got, ask those type of questions. Yeah, but <laughs> I listen, I'm Is not, that not mad the at time it. to be like, yo, can been, I eat your pussy? We've all been there, so I'm not mad at it. It was just a lot of shit going on. And then that was kind of like the, all right, I might need to get out of here. Mm. This is like a lot of shit going on in here tonight. But y'all was safe. Y'all, uh, you found your bag. I thought you lost your laptop. That was like gonna ruin the night for me. I was like, Rory done got super lit and forgot yeah. where he put his, his laptop. I mean, at that point, I didn't care. <laughs> no, you should. You should. I cared like that. Fuck. I was like, if he lost his laptop, I know how much shit you have in your laptop. So I was like, damn, this is gonna ruin his fucking. Just would have been another thing to add to the list. Yeah, but um, it was good. It was good to go out and see people out of last lap. Um, what else did we do? We took Conway to dinner mm-hmm. last night before he uh got out of town. Uh, kicked it with him, 
and his team. Shout out to Jay Skis. Love the genius. Chad, DJ T. Khan's DJ. Really good. One of the better sets I've, I've heard he in quite some really time. He really was playing some really fucking... I mean, I wasn't expecting to hear some of those records he played at, at Soho House. He was playing fucking C-sides, yeah. not even B-sides. But he said he grew up in that era, the mixtape era, heavy dip set, uh, you know. He was playing... He was playing some AZ shit. I was like, all right, fam. No, nah, I was in AZ records. They weren't even on albums. Exactly. Like, what is going on? Shout out to DJT. Uh, he did his thing. Um, and yeah, that was that was our week pretty much. I, I really do, didn't do nothing outside of that. Nas and AZ never never even tried to do that album, huh? The funny you, thing is, I think they sh- they could do it now. I think, I mean... I think with everything Nas is doing with Hit Boy, I think there's a room for a Nas-AZ project with Hit Boy. And he's in shape, too. I mean, yeah. uh, Do or Die 2 was great. Mm-hmm. Mega is still in shape. He's about to put out the realness, too. Uh, we might need a firm reunion. Like a proper one with Mega. Mm-hmm. Because Mega and Nas are on great is terms Foxy now. Is still a part of it? Will she, she still be a part of it? Her think? terrible math is more than welcome on the album. <laughs> <laughs> we, we need that. We need terrible mathematics. That verse is fucking crazy. Listen, man, I'm, I'm all for a firm album. Mm. But it would have to be everyone. I mean, Hitboy got them got together and they sounded good on uh, yeah. mm-hmm. Nas' album before this one, King's Disease. Was it on one or two? One, I believe. Yeah. I don't know if I don't want Dre to, to produce it, though. You don't want Dre to produce it. It'll one. It'll never come out if that's the case. Okay. Um, but why wouldn't you? That's why you wouldn't want him to do it because you don't think it would come out. Um, I don't know where Dre is at right now musically. I mean, he's the greatest ever, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that he may not be in the space to create a firm album. Like, I would rather some active producers be the ones that would put that together, and ones that are in touch with what is going on at the current moment. Not to say Dre isn't, but I'm just saying it, it wouldn't come out. <laughs> Do we still want the Detox album? I mean, I thought we got it. Isn't that the Compton album? Is it? I suppose. I don't know. I think I think I think the Detox was supposed to sound a lot different from the Compton album. The Compton album, I think, was something that happened almost by accident. The movie. Yeah. Like I think that happened. It was kind of like, oh shit, we might as well just put out a a whole joint. But if you don't give Dre an incentive, then he's not going to do shit. No, but I know there are songs recorded for that Detox album. Oh, thousands. So I, I think that we, I don't know, I feel like we, we need that. I, I feel like, And I feel like now is the time for that type of, those albums that we were supposed to get years ago. I think now more than ever is a good time for those type of albums to come out because mm. of the way you can put out albums market, uh, do a show around it, uh, even do a documentary around it. Yeah. I think there's so many different ways to present an album now and an album that's as nostalgic as the detox was supposed to be for the culture. Mm. I think now more than ever is a dope time for us to get that. I mean, just all the Dre's hard drives. I'm curious what, and I don't want to talk about his demise. I hope Dre lives forever. Mm-hmm. But at that time, I see with what happened with Prince and everything. All of Dr. Dre's hard drives, I'm curious what's going to happen with all those. Hmm. That's going to be interesting. And I wonder what he's going to put in his will of like, no one can open any of these hard drives. They're all password protectors. <laughs> so then we'll never, so then we'll never get it. Yeah, that's what I think. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Speaking of nostalgic shit, Murder Inc. Uh, is putting out a, what is it, a documentary? Or is it a, docu- a series? series? Yeah, docu-series. It's I like docu-series. Parts, if I'm not I like those. I don't like just one. I feel like you try to cram too much shit into one episode. Well, they have 
quite a history to tell. Yeah, so. absolutely. Well, I hope they start with just Irv as the first episode mm-hmm. and his story prior to Murder, Inc. Because mm-hmm. that's a crazy story in itself. I mean, say what you want about Irv. Irv has been the catalyst for some of our favorite shit ever. Maul is sitting here today because he, of Irv Gotti. He had... <laughs> that's Irv? crazy. I wouldn't need to know that. Sorry. But I understand what you're saying. Like, Irv's fingerprints are on a lot of the culture, a lot of uh, classic records, classic artists that we got, classic albums. Um, so, yeah, he's definitely, Irv Gotti is a, a figure in hip-hop that, you know, those that know, know his story and know exactly how long he's been doing mm-hmm. what he does and how intricate he was in a lot of careers and stuff like that before Murder, Inc. Yeah, like Mike Geronimo shit. Nas. Jay. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's you know, DMX. It's definitely a story. DMX, of course, it's definitely a story there with Irv Gotti. And I'm glad that this is a docuseries because it's a lot of shit that we need, they need to cover. Yeah. Not even outside of the music they put out or mm-hmm. even the June shit or even the fucking court cases and the preem shit. Like that story is. How long, how, how in depth do you think they go with that? I mean, they won the case in court. They can talk about it. They could mm-hmm. give every single, I can't even speak. Every last detail you could give at that point. But do you, again, do you think they stay away from that? No. Because at this point, that is a, a very uh, intricate part of the story and the legacy of Murder, Inc. Yeah. Like, you can't tell a story of Murder, Inc. without addressing that part of it. Yeah, but I, I do think they made more of a, I, the feds made more of a bigger deal. For those that don't know, they got arrested, uh, Irv and his brother, for money laundering. They were mm-hmm. saying Supreme was taking his money and laundering it through Murder, Inc. Mm-hmm. Um, and they beat the feds, which fucking never happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I just think they, I think the feds kind of blew that out of proportion and it really wasn't that. Like there was yeah. really just a friendship between Irv and Prem at that point. Yeah. It wasn't. You know, they were trying to tie things together to make something stick. I know they was extorting them and all that type of shit. And mm-hmm. listen, I don't know the fucking truth. All I know is they did win the court case and that they did not do any money laundering. So yeah, they can go through that entire thing. Yeah. Well, this is definitely going to be a docuseries that I think, uh, is done well. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they're going to let people just, you know, put some bullshit together. I think this is going to be really dope. And it's good to uh, get this story out there. Because, you know, this generation now is not too familiar with Murder, Inc. and Ja Rule and Irv yeah. Gotti. You know what I mean? They're not too familiar with all of that. So I think this is a good time for this documentary. And I think Ja needs his flowers, man. Absolutely. and, and Absolutely. And I'm, I'm saying that objectively because I do have a bias on the other side. But mm-hmm. I... Ja deserves his flowers. Irv deserves, like, I, I really want people to realize what that Murder, Inc. movement was like. Mm-hmm. Like, they were controlling everything. Yeah. Like, the way QC is dominating right now, Murder, Inc. was dominating. Ashanti. You can't and, talk about Murder, Inc. without Ashanti. Shit, Lloyd. Lloyd. <laughs> Lloyd had a run. Yeah. Like, they was really doing some shit. They did a lot of great shit, man. Um, what, do we know when this airs? This summer. Sometime this summer. Okay. Sometime this summer. And Irv is also doing the, the preem documentary or mm-hmm. series i'm not sure which one it is i have to look at that as well but um i'm excited for that just that that's my era so mary j blige is uh coming out with a lifetime movie she's executive producing about her life is it called my life <laughs> never mind <laughs> <It is. laughs> um that should be interesting mary had a, a an interesting life outside of music we heard it in the music and and still is having an interesting life mm-hmm. after all that she has done in her career. Uh, something we was talking about this this week. With uh, you, you said uh, Mary J is paying alimony 
What did you what did you say? She so she's definitely out here. <laughs> don't wait, hold on. I said something <laughs> off mic, sir. <laughs> Do not have me offending a black woman right now. <laughs> nah, it was just funny because I didn't I never looked at it like that. So when I thought about it, I was like, oh, you know what, Rory, you might be right. I hate that it had to be married, but I am happy for what it represents for men okay. across the world. Yeah. Yeah. That was a win for men. It was. It was a win for men. Sorry, Mary. That was a win for men. We still love you. You had to be the really sacrificial lamb in that regard. Um, Dreamville Fest. I know we're just rush, running through shit right now, which I'm not mad at because there isn't really shit going on. I like when we just run through a bunch that of That lineup looks shit. great, though. That Dreamville lineup. That lineup yeah. is crazy. Um, you guys want to go? Well, if we don't have to do shit for Grammys, I'm yeah, definitely going. I'm definitely going to that. I went to the last one and it was, it was a really... Really well put together um, festival, but DJ Drama with Wayne, Jeezy, and Ti might mm. be one of the greatest things I've ever seen on a festival lineup before. That's hard. That's gonna be nuts. Like the rest of this shit is great. Jairo and Ashanti, Earth Gang, Blast, mm-hmm. Kehlani, Lil Baby, Wizkid, Wale, T Pain. That's gonna be great. Larry June, Ari Lennox, obviously the rest of of Dreamville, but that Gangsta Grills set is gonna be insane. I'm definitely going to that. Mm. I like the fact that festivals are back. Um, everyone seems to be ready to hit the stage and, mm. and perform again. I got to go to that. Well, it's either that or Vegas. Same same weekend as Grammys. I might pick Dreamville over the Grammys. Well, I don't know. I, are you going to do it? You're not going to go to the... Yeah, you're putting the list together. You're curating the Rock Nation brunch. I am not. Curating the Rock Nation brunch. They do not want me to curate the Rock Nation brunch. That that would be pretty funny though. That, <laughs> so they, many Instagram bitches there. Why? If you curating it. Oh. I'm I'm importing. I'm overseas. So you're sex trafficking. Yeah, that sounded crazy. <laughs> That's nobody important. said you're the JP Morgan of Nobody said mind. anything about sex. See, y'all threw sex in it. I just said I'm inviting a different type of no, woman. You said you're, you're importing. Like Yeah, I'm bringing them in from a, overseas. A good I'm, they're crossing uh for 90 day fiance, right? No, for the just for the brunch. And then mm. they can go back okay. go back to their to their respective homes. Italy. Well, I don't know. Italy, yes. Italy has some beautiful women. Beyonce is going to kick those bitches out immediately. Of the Beyonce brunch? won't be there. <laughs> At the brunch? Why? If you think Beyonce don't scroll down that invite list. She not going to know them names. <laughs> she not going to know how to pronounce them names. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's got to be women that uh. nobody knows. Right? And then they show up and it's the most beautiful women. Like, oh my mm. God, it's beautiful, gorgeous. And they're cool, you know? And it's like, yeah, like, not the, some new faces. Yeah. We need some new that faces. Yeah, right. we need some new faces at these brunches, man. And then we you just some... say, Robert Kraft invited them. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like something like that. And Yo, just, I can't... just have a good time. Like, don't you like going somewhere and seeing, like, people you've never seen before? Of course. Like, those I, are the best. That's why I hate coming here. Yeah, exactly. See, every morning, see I too probably would have to come here and see these faces. <laughs> I love you, Damaris, though. You know that. But anybody else, these two in here, for close, can we close that? Oh. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Are you gonna propose to any of them? Uh, I'm leaving that up to you. I know okay. you one for one, so I don't. I don't Am know. I? Yeah. <laughs> she said yes. Like that's, Fair. that's the score. See, this is what people don't talk about with engagements. She just has to say yes. That's true. Like you don't have to really get married. She just has to accept the proposal. Buy, buy yourself some time. Yeah, that's it. Except if she says yes, ex- job done. Edit score, point score point for Rory. No, I'm just saying, if you if you propose to somebody and they accept, that's a win. Because mm. we've oh. seen people propose and get denied. 
I wonder if there's any, like, we've seen, like, serial monogamists who, like, just go from relationship to relationship can never be mm -hmm. single. We know people that have been married five, six, seven times. Mm -hmm. I, is there any, like, serial engagers? Like, you just get I'm engaged sure <laughs> and then just break it off and then get engaged again? But I feel like the rings, constant, it's expensive. constant rings will be expensive. But yeah. uh, maybe less than divorce. Yeah. So that might be a healthier way to do it. Just keep getting engaged. You know, like, in, in proposing to somebody, like, it's almost like you have to have a feeling that they're going to say yes. I don't think people propose to people and feel like, yo, they, she might say no. That's not true. There's mad people that get engaged to, like, clear up a fuck up. Mm -hmm. like, that's the dumbest shit in the world. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's a terrible strategy. You're talking about stupid shit. Like, if you're trying to make up with somebody and that's your way of doing it, that's, you just, you swinging for the fences and nobody's yeah. even pitching. Like, 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 I, I'm serious. <laughs> what, the, the proposals? Yeah. When, even when the relationship is rocky? Yeah, when he fucked up and, oh, he proposed to me. He really does love me even though I call him fucking that stripper in my apartment. But he proposed. So you don't fuck strippers in your apartment. Oh, everybody knows you take them to the double tree. Yeah. yeah. The double tree. <laughs> the hourly ones. Because they have great cookies at the double tree. They, they do. do have great yeah, really they good turn cookies. down your room at night, leave a warm cookie. Yeah, stripper can leave with dessert. Or disease. Which yeah. <laughs> Giving a stripper a disease is fucking nuts. If you, if you burn a stripper. Somewhere. I know, but I thought there was more with it. Born with what a disease? Yo, some of them I feel like yeah. We are. <laughs> I didn't say that. Yeah, don't I love strippers. Me. And I have the antibodies for chlamydia. Uh, Why? Just I, don't even don't even ask. Don't worry about it. I got the um, just let it go. I got the boosted. <laughs> yeah, I got boosted yeah, with with uh, mm -hmm. what's the shit they give you when you get chlamydia? What's that shit called? Antibiotics. Clindamycin. Yeah, whatever yeah. that shit is. Who? Clindamycin. It's an antibiotic. Yes. Clindamycin? Something like that. Nah, they get, it's been around forever. It's not morphine. What's the other no, shit? You're talking about, that's <laughs> Yo, Yo giving somebody morphine. Penicillin, thank you. That's I'm thinking all the shit like from World War II. I don't know. Morphine is crazy. <laughs> Yo, giving somebody morphine because they have chlamydia. You know I'm how sorry. crazy that is? Do you know how much it burns? I could have used some fucking morphine. Fam, morphine? I called my mother in tears. It burnt so much. Are I you? wanted some morphine. Oh, you had that. that. That means you was in there going. You must have had a week in a fucking no. nasty pussy. No, I know who I was fucking one person at the time and I thought she was an angel. <laughs> she turned out to be the hot devil. <laughs> <laughs> Burnt your little ass up. <laughs> it was rough, bro. It was real bad. Yo, getting burnt by a girl you think is an angel is <laughs> still friends to this day. Love her to death. Oh, <laughs> she still denies that she gave it to me to this day. She can't deny that to man. this day. We how are still deny, close friends. That's my people. How do you deny that you that you burnt somebody? She, I mean, she got on deep. She was iller than me when I said it. She was like, "Well, you fucking somebody else." I was like, "No, I'm only fucking you. I promise." <laughs> she flipped the shit on me immediately, and but I knew the truth. Yo, I knew I was only fucking her. Blaming each other for burning each other is crazy. So she thought that you burnt her. I, she had that's that that has to be what she was saying. She I know for a fact she definitely went to the hospital and definitely came back positive, but she lied. She, she was like, it. "Oh, I don't have it." I'm like, "I have it, and I only stuck my dick in you." <laughs> well, Rory, maybe it flared up. Like you could have been had it, and then it flared up. Chlamydia don't flare up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes on rainy days, my chlamydia starts acting up. <laughs> Yo, I'm just thinking about standing in a room blaming each other for burning each other. 
is fucking hilarious, bro. Nah, I'm only fucking you. I ain't got it. <laughs> what you mean? You ain't got I got it, and I'm only fucking you. So you got it. <laughs> and like this was this was uh, what oh nine oh eight or something. So this was so it wasn't years. like you couldn't like screenshot the test results on the the phone or the computer or whatever. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, bring that paperwork. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me see if you really don't have it. Word. Oh my god, that's when you was in college, going nasty, nasty time. Uh, yeah, I think I was a fresh. It was the summertime though. Ooh, it, it definitely was summertime. It was hot in your drawers. <laughs> hot in your drawers too. Some summertime in uh in North is in there pissing oatmeal. I don't know or East Orange. What the fuck, mom? I'm just saying. He said he had. He said it was burning, burning. Was, said, it was. It yeah. was bad. That means you know what that means. That means oh she had it for a while. That shit was baking. I <laughs> mean she had it. Ooh, she was running around. You know what it was? She probably was mad somebody gave it to her and was like, yo, you know what? All right. I mean, that's when I stopped using condoms at that point because it was like, all right, if I'm going to get burnt, I might as well just get burnt raw. Wait, you got burnt through a condom? I think so. I can't really remember. Man, he's not getting that off. I'm not letting you get that off. You did not get burnt through no condom, bro. I think I did, Stop. Stop. We not doing that. We not doing that. Because I was just... So at that time when I was fucking her... She was the only person I was fucking. So we did the condom thing sometimes and the raw thing sometimes. But I think uh, I, she burnt you when you didn't have a condom. You not she not burning through no rubble, bro. You have so much confidence in condoms, it's unbelievable. Bro, you, I never like, been you really trust and I, and I never had I never had I never had a, never had a, a chick pregnant. So well, that's cause something you, worked. That's cause you're corny. Cause I never <laughs> had <laughs> Look why niggas is corny. You never, oh, you corny. I'm just saying it works. For me, it works, bro. Mm -hmm. I never had COVID. Weed works. I smoke. They said it works. They said it helps. Listen, man. You I'm, never had COVID. You never had an STD. You never had a pregnancy scare. You, you live a terrible life. Shit. Yeah, like what the? I fuck? just it's a simple it's a simple fix. Put a fucking condom on. It's that simple. I don't, I don't know why y'all making it seem like I'm some unicorn, but I just put a condom on. You have you've had sex in the Bronx. You before, can get what? Right? I'm not jacking that. That's another one. I'm not jacking. When niggas be like, "Yo, she gave me, she gave me, she burnt me from giving me head." <laughs> I'm not jacking. That can't happen. Because niggas be going raw. Niggas be going raw and don't want to say they be going raw in the chick that they know they shouldn't be going raw in. That's I, the bottom line. I have admitted it every time. No, I'm, <laughs> you, you don't give a fuck. But most dudes- I, I give a fuck. They don't want to say when it's like, yo, you hit that raw? They don't want to say that. How else was I supposed to hit it? What you- <laughs> man, what are you talking about? Put a fucking condom on. Gas prices is crazy right now. What? I don't know. Listen, man. Can we get a condom? I'm not rocking with you. I'm not rocking with you getting burnt from getting head. I'm, she got chlamydia in the mouth? The, I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just Her saying. Was burning? I, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying. I'm not saying it's not possible, but come on, dog. Like a lot of dudes, y'all, we got to just be honest with each other. Dudes don't want to say when they just don't be wearing a condom fucking these, these girls mm. or loving these girls. Madly in love. Being madly in love with the rat is crazy. Been there. Hurts. <laughs> That's just, it burns. It stings. <laughs> stings. <laughs> it stings. <laughs> she was not that, okay? I was, I'm talking about another girl. She was a rat. She no, she around. wasn't. He just said that's still his friend. Okay. She was the rat. She may be I a reformed some, rat. Some she may, now she may be a mouse. Why I don't know. Why does she have to be a rat just because she caught an STD? You're STD shaming. I'm not STD shaming. I'm saying this was college. She's running around with a hot pussy. You know a lot of fucking is going She's on. Running in around with a hot pussy. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know college. Everybody fucking humping like rabbits. You know how that shit is. She wasn't even in college though. 
Oh, she so was just just she just a just a Nork broad. She was, she <laughs> so then he went. You see what I'm saying? So now he found a straggler that was walking by camp, but she, she didn't even go there. She was just walking by. a very by. successful woman now. He gets deeper and deeper. All right, man. I, whoever your friend is, I'm. It's just jokes. I don't want to if, if STD shame anybody, but that's just hilarious. She be doing. You know how they put ads on Instagram now? Mm-hmm. She be popping up in my algorithms because she's like does like some model shit for some one of them clothing brands that IG chicks wear. Uh-huh. I just open my phone and I just get reminded of chlamydia every time I go on Instagram. <laughs> like, get away from my algorithm. You never you never forgave her for that? For Bernie? Uh, yeah, I think I did. You had sex with her after that? I did, yes. <laughs> this white boy is crazy. We both got chlamydia. I can't fuck anyone this else. We might as well, boy, we might as well fuck each other. Sick. Yo, for girl Bernie, we are never speaking again in life. Why? You Bernie? me? Crazy yo, yo a girl burnt yo crazy. call girl burn you. You still you still like you going back again? I mean, not I didn't know, random, right? Not a random though, huh? Nah, not a random. I'm to know if you know her and she burns you, you she gonna hit it again after that? I mean, with a condom. Like, he lying. Once <laughs> nah, nah. you get the antibiotics, now I know for sure she's cleaning like a go raw. We both got the. Yeah. You co the body. Yeah, I think you. I think your views on life are like very like you see through rose colored glasses, and it's kind of no. Like I see through. That's deep. Really I don't know like what that means, that. but it sounded good. Just because a girl gets an STD doesn't make her dirty, doesn't make her a whore. It doesn't mean any of that. What does it mean? You've definitely slept with a woman that has had an STD, STD. before. Yes. Sure. Yeah, but a condom. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Probably. A lot of people don't. You have to be careful. A lot of people don't know that they have STDs. But see, you wear condom because oh, I knew. You wear condoms. <laughs> I fucking knew. But but guys, I was in that bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done, man. I can't do this. I can't do this with y'all. I'm I was squ- I was doing a, I was All dancing right. when I was pissing. Oh, you hit some Rory thought he had. You thought you had. I was Shakira stone? in there. Thought you had kidney stones. Thought you saw no. the piss out of kidney stone. Nah, I was just straight. It was flake flakes and that shit too when I was looking at the toilet. Like, that shit was bad, bro. <laughs> what she gave this nigga? What she gave this nigga? Listen, man, that shit. That shit was rough. You getting flashbacks. Oh, flakes, what he had? <laughs> Pissing flakes. It was, it was snowing. I walked. I, after I left the hospital, I went uh, to my man's crib in Concourse Village. Look where you go after you leave. <laughs> Yo, I see how you got burned. Look where you hanging out at Concourse Village. All right, go ahead. I walked into his crib. Him and his cousin just start going. I said, what are y'all doing? He said, we clapping. You got to clap. Yo, <laughs> That's why you can't tell niggas <laughs> shit like that because they going to make fun oh, of shit like I that. I went to like confide with them. Yeah, like, no, 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 no. They did the right thing. That's what yeah, friends are supposed to do. Give me a round of applause when I walked in. Oh, no, you clapped up. Part of manhood. I clapped up, clapped yeah. up, clapped up. Standing ovation. Oh, my God. That's some sick shit. And they just kept offering me water for the next three days. I'm like, no, I don't want anything to drink. And cranberry juice? Cranberry juice probably would have helped you. Yo, Carl, you didn't go to Last Lab? I didn't see you there. Uh... Me and Peach went Bob. I thought it was closed. I'm like, that shit open? So we just... That shit was packed. Yeah. Mm. So we just left. I thought I would have saw you for sure in there pop locking, bro. Yeah, nah, I should have. I seen you I seen on Demaris story. I'm like, damn, bro. I guess I missed something. Eddie, you wasn't there. Where no, you went? Eddie whispering same for me. <laughs> So, guys, have you subscribed to our Patreon? Our Patreon is up, is running. Uh, First episode is out, right? Correct? Yes. First bonus episode and the first sketch. Yeah, man. We're going to have some fun with this Patreon shit. I'm excited. We can be as silly and as fucking crazy as we want to be. Get back. You know we do that on the pod as well. But. Back on our sketch shit. Yeah. For our listeners who might not have seen the announcement, um, Rory and Maul now have a Patreon. 
um, with three tiers. There's a $5 tier, a $10 tier, and a $20 tier. Um, and you'll be getting, for the $20 tier, you get everything. You get the two bonus episodes a month, and you get a sketch. And you're also invited into the new Rory and Mall. Get your shit off, D. The new Rory and Mall close friends. So I'll be posting, <clears throat> uh, you know, just little things that are in our close friends for our page that our friends are in. I'll be posting that on the Patreon. So you'll see Rory saying some nasty shit like he was at last lap. Mm-hmm. I'll be on the, on, on the Discord. I'll be on the cord going crazy. On the Discord, yep. There's a Discord. Yes, it's going to be fun. I'll even get more on the cord. Yeah, I like I like Discord. I haven't been on in a while. I like Discord. And I like Reddit. I have fun on the Reddit, uh, the Q&A. Yeah, shout out to the Reddit guys. Yeah, they was cool. The I ones was, that like and hate us. Yeah, I, pre- I, I appreciate I thought I was going to get more hate mail, but it was pretty cool. I mean, I had some hate in there, but I like the hate too. Because then once you have a conversation with somebody that says some hateful shit to you online, you realize at the end of it, they be like, oh, I like him. He's a cool guy. That's usually how it goes. Yeah, it's like, fam, you don't even know why you don't like me. You just want to say crazy shit mm. over the internet. But. Bro, I was just kidding, man. I was just kidding. I was trying to get reaction. Yeah, it's all good. But yes, uh, and thank you me. to everyone that has uh, subscribed so far to the we Patreon. Appreciate we appreciate you. And uh, yeah, man, we're going to have some fucking fun with this shit. And the link to the Patreon for those of you who have not signed up yet, it will be in the description box of all the streaming services as well as YouTube. So. Look at Damaris doing her job. Such a great job Damaris is doing. I like Damaris, it. I think I might give you a raise. $50. Don't worry about it. It adds up. Small things. Uh, if you want to smack him, I won't yeah, say like, anything. Just, Why? <laughs> like, <laughs> you just want a clean so clock. Raise. And, Listen, got Let's give her a raise, man. Let's give Damaris a raise. I love Damaris. She gonna come right up to the side of your noggin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna hit him where it hurt. That's been pockets. So oh, um, I got see? all the passwords see? and all the codes. I ain't worried about shit. And I the get, card. I give, <laughs> a God, I give myself a raise. The fuck? Got the exit strategy ready? Oh, yeah, man. Uh, what else happened? Any music coming out? Any music? I said music. Any music? I can't talk to you either. Any music coming out? Uh, I would like to ask you guys who you think is the next superstar in R&B. Who do you think, who do you think has the crown coming to them? The, the crown R&B coming R&B to them? Don't, don't tell me who has the crown coming to them. Uh, Define superstar. Here we go. Yeah, superstar of R&B? Damn. I don't know, man, because I with R&B now, it's so... Uh, it's just different. Diverse. Like, yeah. There's so many <clears throat> artists. There's so much to listen to. You know what I would like to see in R&B come back? I would like to see like the boy band come back. We, weren't we talking about that? I believe we did. With Pink or something. Off yeah. mic, we were saying. Yeah, we, I would like to see the boy bands come back. I would like to see somebody put together, not not Puff. I was going to say we could do Making the Band no, 5. I would like to see somebody uh, put together a group of of guys and that can really sing and really mm-hmm. dance and I would like to see that. I think that I think that R and B needs a a, a boy, a, a male group. We I don't could, have that anymore. I can see you taking that role of putting together a male group. Yeah, that, I could. that could be a good Patreon <clears throat> episode. Let's do audition. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be crazy. But I think I could do it though. I don't want to just limit it limit it to like New York though. Mm. Like you know, especially with the internet now, you have access to so many different artists across the world. I think that would be dope though. I don't know why the, the industry doesn't do more of that. Why is there's no male groups anymore? Or I even mean, female groups, but... Groups are tough. Why would I be in a group when I got to deal with other people and split my money? Well, because there's more money to make now, right? So, I mean, everyone's making more money because there's more money to make. There's different ways to make money now around music. But I just think that just aesthetically sound, playing with uh, with uh, melodies and, and, you know, dance and choreography, I just think mm. that that always looks good on stage. Like. Last time you saw a male artist dance. Shit, when's the last time you seen a female artist dance outside of clothes? Carl. 
I just seen Carl dance at SOBs. Carl's not a female artist, but okay. Well, she said male first. Oh, okay. Um, there's a lot of female artists that dance. Who? Who doesn't? What's her name? Uh, Tiana. Tiana Taylor, for sure. Mm-hmm. Her show is her, her live show is no, Normani. Normani dance. She paints in thongs. Normani is a pop artist. He's not an R&B artist. Yeah, but you know they they skew that. They she can She's sing. She's a pop R- artist. The only reason why she will ever be labeled as R&B is because people try to put all our black pop artists as R&B artists because they don't want to share the pop awards. Well, Normani can sing. So if you give her a ballad, I'm sing, pretty sure she can artist. kill She's that like, shit. Doja's a pop artist, pop rap artist, and they keep trying to make her R&B. So you're talking about like straight pure R and B. I'm talking about R and B. I'm talking about the singers. So yeah, Wait, Normani could on this album. We don't know that. She might get an R and B back. She's maturing. I like Normani a lot. Yeah, she's dope. I, like I think she's uh, Shinsea. Will she be R and B? No. Oh, they're no. gonna make her pop as well. She's gonna be Caribbean pop. Caribbean pop is a thing. Mm. Yeah, for sure. That's a genre. Have you never heard Drake? Drake. <laughs> I'm not gonna let you do that to Drake. That's my nigga. Like, you're not gonna call Drake a Caribbean pop artist. Like, we're not doing that. We're not calling Drake a Caribbean pop artist. Not on my platform. I can't do that. I can't allow that. He's Caribbean like, pop is crazy to call Drake a Caribbean pop artist. He literally said, "Pop on your bumper, sit on upon this on a pop song." <laughs> That's one record, bro. Like, we're not doing that. He said, "What word?" <laughs> said, "Sit, sit upon this." <laughs> I'll be forgetting where we be hanging out in the West Indian neighborhoods, man. Of course, man. Sit pon this. <laughs> Yo, tell her the chick to sit pon this. Yeah, what you doing? What you doing? What? Sit pon this. Right, see, Maul, you, yours wasn't bad, actually. I grew up uptown around nothing but West Indian Dominican. People think I'm Dominican when I go uptown. What? I start. I walk in the store. I'm like, I don't know what you're saying, man. Hi, puppy. They don't, That's what they say. They don't say I poppy. I don't say I poppy as soon as I walk in the store. <laughs> Yo, what's wrong with the marriage? You think they just yell I poppy when I walk in the store? Maybe. Maybe you got it like that. No, I don't have it like that. I promise you I do not have it like that. <laughs> but um, yeah, we need some more. We need some more groups in R&B, man. We need a, we need a male group and a female group. R&B, not pop. Straight mm. R&B. We need that. I don't see it. One Direction? All right. Um, <laughs> Are they still together? I don't think so. But the groups, they never... They usually just pick one person, do two albums, and then the other person goes solo. Like, where are the rest of the Pussycat Dolls? Yeah, they... I take that back. I follow one of them on Instagram. You do? She has a, a very cute daughter. Um, That's why you follow her? No, she was a mutual friend. I forgot. It was like early Instagram days. I actually didn't even realize she was in the Pussycat Dolls till like three years into the follow. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. So she's not promoting that any you? of that? <laughs> nah, she's moved on. Okay. And what was the lead singer of the Pussycat Dolls? Nicole Scherzinger. Nicole Scherzinger. What happened to her? Uh, what she was she put her? out a couple records solo. She had a, a solo stint. I think I don't. I believe she had married. Okay. I want to say I'm, I could be wrong. Somebody fact check that. Recently, I'm, one of her songs with remember that song she did with Diddy. It went like viral. Like the TikTok kids are like discovering old songs that like came out when we were in like middle school and high yeah. school. And it's like disgusting. making them hits and making them chart again. It's so fucking, and doing dances to them. It's so fucking weird. I'm sure this, the DSPs are happy about that. I'm sure whoever owns their catalog is exactly. ecstatic. Exactly. Um, yeah, she, I don't know. She. Where's Fergie at? Fergie's another one, I think that. Fergie, after the national anthem, it was over for her. Oh, they canceled her after that? You think so? I ain't hear her from the since. They canceled Fergie? After the national anthem? What she did? She did it like Macy Gray? 
Uh, yeah. Nah, no, nobody could nobody could do it like Macy. Macy's rendition of the national anthem is one for the record books. Nobody will ever she outdo that. Black Eyed Peas, and then like I don't know what happens there. Other than he left Black Eyed Peas, so Nicole Scherzinger was like easily one of the baddest women on the planet for like six years straight. What's the um? I forgot what was it Letterman, Nicki Minaj and Will I Am performing one of their records on one of those talk shows is quite possibly the funniest TV performance I've ever seen in my life. And Safari dancing in the background. S- Safari that was called dancing. That wasn't Safari. Yeah, Safari is in the background for that was literally. Call. You know how long two minutes is? Yeah, he is sitting like this for two minutes, <laughs> waiting for his time. And then he like does a Carl move to get to the front. And then it's just Safari in a t-shirt and a fitted dancing with Will I Am and Nicki Minaj. It's quite possibly the greatest thing I've ever seen. People don't give Safari enough credit, man. For? For just being Safari. I mean, he's definitely played the hand he was dealt. And there's some longevity, man. I, I can't be mad at him. I, all right. That's all I was looking for. Like, I'm not gotta, a Safari hater. No, no, no. I know you're not a Safari hater. I'm just saying like we don't give him enough credit. Like, yo, dude, like... He he was around some like monumental shit, for sure. He had a hand on some monumental records and some 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 big career moves and stuff like that. And he was able to pivot and kind of do his own thing. Even his OnlyFans career was he was the OnlyFans <laughs> star during the quarantine. Apparently, I, I wasn't aware. I mean, yeah, the ladies was talking about him on online, and you know. No, I don't even think he had an OnlyFans. His nudes just leaked. No, he had he definitely he had him and Eric. Him and Erica have OnlyFans. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I remember before that his nudes leaked, which is why we wanted him to Because we spoke to him and he was telling, he was alluding to how much money he was making on OnlyFans. He mm. was like, yo, y- y'all would not believe how much money I'm making. I will believe it. Yeah. You you, you subscribe to his no, OnlyFans? I didn't I didn't subscribe, oh, you, but I seen you got the bootleg. nudes when they leaked. Oh, you got so. the bootleg, okay. You don't support his family, okay. Well, Maul was saying if our Patreon goes to shit, he'll just put his sex tapes on there. Yeah, if it's looking like, you know what I mean? I don't want to see no condom sex. Ain't nobody paying twenty dollars a fucking month. For if I, yeah, if sex. I'm paying for our OnlyFans and you fucking on there with a condom, like, duh, give me my give me my ten dollars yeah. back. No fucking. Why way. we don't like condom sex? We <laughs> know we why. We that's a thing. That's a thing. Already. No, that's the thing. Like niggas don't watch like porn with like condoms. Yeah, no. I see a porn. He got he wearing a, con- a condom in porn. I, I'm like, come on, fam. Don't disrespect. Take me a like risk. That. No, they get <laughs> tested. Regularly doing porn. Porn stars wearing condoms is the funniest thing in the world. That's why. I, that's why I don't watch it. Cause I'm like, yeah, y'all get tested like the day before y'all have to shoot this shit. Like, and y'all all have herpes anyway. So, is that true? Yeah. All porn stars have herpes. A good like, I think I read a report. It was like seventy five. Yo, Jada, do all of y'all have herpes? <laughs> don't like seventy five percent of the world have herpes. No, Fam, <laughs> we just be talking. <laughs> Yo, our numbers. I get, I get chlamydia one time. Now I know all Yo, the percentages. Now the whole world got it. Well, fuck it. The whole world got it anyway. I feel like the herpes stat is kind of crazy though. I don't. Seventy five percent. No, of the I world think, but it's like one in three people or some. It's some crazy stat like that. Oh, so one, That's two, oral, three, yeah, four. Oral herpes. I was talking about uh, like I was talking about herpes too, but uh, fifty to eighty percent of a, a U.S. adults have oral herpes. Yes. 50 to 80 is a big gap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah How you go from say, half to 80%? 50 to 80? Like, who's... <laughs> that number is globally, not... Globally, an estimated two-thirds of the population under 50. And what about the other, the sexual herpes? Uh, it's a, a, lot, a, lo- a lower number. It's a okay. high, but it's a much lower number. Overall, gotcha. apparently one in five people have an STD. Mm-hmm. Have or had? 
have currently, like at the moment. So in here, so in here, like one, one two, of us three, got an STD <laughs> right now. I'm Listen, not jacking that. mine was in 09, so that's on y'all now. So you don't want? No. <laughs> the probable cause. I, yeah. I already took the antibiotics. I don't got it. It's, it's one of y'all. Oh yeah, you believe in the antibiotics? Yeah. Everyone got real quiet when I admitted I got burnt. I never had it. We know you've never done anything. Yeah. It was... I mean, listen, bro. Strap up. Unless, you know, I'm fucking with you like that. Carl, I've been on the road with you, man. Come on. Oh, no, I have. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, are you, are you, I know you, man. Carl, like, yo, are you <laughs> kidding me? Yeah. My shit just stopped leaking like two days ago. <laughs> yo. <laughs> Carl, like me? Come yo. on, fam. Like, Come on, you know, you know, you know me. You know how I give it up. Yeah. My shit just stopped leaking. <laughs> Eddie, you laughing? I know you had one. Nope. Ooh, one. Look, see, Eddie. Eddie's lying. Eddie ain't got no check. STDs. Yeah, Come on, look at Eddie. You face. know you got to test to get into the stumble. Yeah, you, <laughs> you got to test first. Eddie is doing the test. You go when you go. No, here's my COVID <laughs> test. No, no, no. We're not asking for that <laughs> test. Turn around. Let me see over. a city MD <laughs> test. <laughs> Yo, oh, testing STD testing people to get into a fucking bar. Yo, <laughs> it's you, nasty as fuck. You know what kind of is one of one of my fears of this this podcast. And I'm so happy that when I do go outside, people acknowledge how they, they like it and all that. And it's all supportive and shit. Yeah. When I, because I do get STD tests. Mm -hmm. I think anyone that's fucking should do Absolutely. that as often as they can. Absolutely. Good for your nurse going to be a fan. I've sat plenty of times where I've gotten like the, you know, like that double look. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, you have like all down to my social security number on your screen right now. Yeah. Like, what if I come up with some shit one time? You know they sending that shit that to the blogs. <laughs> For sure. Reddit definitely gonna They sending that right to the blogs. Yeah, it it, it makes me nervous a little bit. Yeah. You gotta and I just be going at any city MD. Like I don't even go to a primary get, care doctor for that. Be young now. When I was going to get my COVID test, I'm like, these people are like my age. They look young. Yeah, and they talk to you like they're they're young too. Like, all right, how many people you been fucking? <laughs> no, it's how many sexual partners, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know how they they Sometimes, depending on, on which nurse or person you get, they'll ask you like real detailed questions and shit. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't want a fan asking me, so just men or just women? What is it with you? Well, they have to ask that now. <laughs> like, fam, don't ask me that if you listen to this pod. No, but not, not, not if they listen to the pod, but I think that that's just part of protocol because they don't want to just assume that you're heterosexual or, you know what I mean? I mean, I, I yeah, I don't come off, I think, as the straightest, so it's fine. I get it. Uh, you saw you know. the way Damaris moved her shoulders when she said that. She said, You got a little, you know, I'm a little, that's how, little, that's how Rory little zest to him. <laughs> you can't say, Can we say zest? I don't feel Yo. like, I feel like we can't say zest. What's wrong with zest? You can say zest. That's not offensive. Zest is just zest. flavor. Zest yeah, zest it's a little flavor. seasoning on a little seasoning on, a little, little seasoning on your walk. Oh, yes. <laughs> All right, but fuck it, zest. You know, your step's a little zesty today. I love that word, but I just thought we had to get rid of it. I thought yeah. it was offensive. You looking real zest fest Zesty today? Can we still say sugar in the tank? I don't think so. Because that I think was you can still say sugar in the that's tank. such an old auntie term. <laughs> I love it though. <laughs> I love it though. He got a little, a little sugar, sugar in his tank. I love that. It's a nice way to say things. Because <laughs> who put sugar in the tank? <laughs> if you put sugar in your tank, your car stops. And sugar is great. <laughs> Yeah. Sugar is not great word. Sugar is terrible. Yo. It tastes good. We are so fucking fucked up What's as people that? in society. I cannot believe Moss has sugar in a tank. He is such an old Yo, that was the shit though. And like, yo, he, that boy got a little sugar in his tank. <laughs> I was like, what does that mean? Like, I want some sugar in my it, tank. It, like, it means, you know, it means. You know, when you're a kid, you hit a don't say name. Like, I, I want some sugar. Like, nah, you don't want that type of sugar. It means you was playing ball. He was jumping rope. That's what it means. 
He a little too good at double dutch. I feel like, I feel like we can't say this. <laughs> I don't know, you man. Think I think we, yeah, like we line. walk in the line. Like I don't nah, think we can man. say that. <laughs> All right, yeah. I was playing ball. He was jumping rope. And, listen, jumping rope is great. <laughs> great workout. Great cardio for sure. For sure. Maybe he'll be a boxer. Maybe, maybe that's what he was trying to be—a boxer. Yo, what's some of the things that your mom or dad used to tell you, like when like an ass whooping was on the way? Uh, they got quiet. That's that's I, I know what time it, I know what time it was there. When, when they got no quiet, talking? it was like, all right, it's about to go down. See, that's see, that's the difference in our culture and your culture. Well, no, there's there's yelling, and then when the yelling subsides, but what's some I'm, of the yelling? Like, what, what are some of the things that are being said? Specific to whatever I did wrong, and then I'm dumb. See, my mom, <laughs> my, my mom's favorite thing was get over here before I kill you. Damn, mom. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still here though, so I got over there. I went. <laughs> oh, I went, Rory. But Every I gotta time. go for you to kill me. Yeah, yeah, nah. <laughs> Talk about some mental gymnastics yeah, there. Wait, yeah, hold on. If I go there, but if I leave, you can't kill me. Get over here before I kill you. Every black mother has said that at one point. Get over here before I kill you. Just think about that. See, my mother wasn't like that. My mother was the purse your lips and said, get yours. And then she didn't. Oh, no, that finish. was part of it. Get over yeah. here before I kill you. And it was everything was right through the teeth. That's because she was fucking singing Cameron sucking or not in the backseat. Yeah. <laughs> you deserved it. <laughs> you definitely deserved that. Singing sucking or not. I was actually a very good kid. So. Yeah, I could tell. I could tell much. you were, you were exactly. a good kid. I don't know if that's true. When did you start becoming a, a bad kid? Uh, I never was a bad kid. Shh. Shit. I swear to God, I was like a I was like a role model child. Like I was a nerd. I read. I, and then what happened? Nerds are bad though. Wow. I was sneak. I did sneaky shit when I was when I got to like high school and shit. Like I was sneaky, but my grades were always good. I was always well behaved. That's what like, kids hide behind. When you got good grades, you can get yeah, away with anything. I can get away with anything. My grades are good. That's really the key to like childhood. Like just that. do good in school. Yeah. You I, do good in school, pass all your classes. You can get away with almost anything. I got away with, I remember one time I was in high school and I came to third block. I came, I skipped the first three blocks. I came there by like third, fourth block and I had a hickey on my neck. I was like 16, 17. And my teacher you called my slug. mother. You got a hickey in between classes? No, I never went. I, I, was, I, <laughs> I was doing shit I had no business doing. I was going to say, this guy's a fucking animal. How you get a hickey in three minutes? Making, up, making out with a guy in the morning time, right? I skipped like my first three blocks. And brush your both you brush your teeth first, I hope. Yeah, in the morning. Make it out in the morning uh, is kind of nice. It's fucking crazy. When we were in high school, we like got dressed like we were going to school and okay. just didn't go to school. But the teacher called my mom. Did y'all set it up like the night before on the phone? Mm -hmm. teacher, oh, teacher called my mom and told her I had a hickey on my neck and I came to school late. Damn. And what happened? All that just to make out. I know. Right? <laughs> Dumbass kid. Making out. I told her I got hit with I like a to make ball because I bruise easily. It was what was it, May? You got that off? She believed that? <laughs> no, my mother didn't believe it, but my father wanted to believe it, so he just told her to let it run. Yeah, because fathers never want to believe my daughter's letting some dirty guy suck on her neck. Mm -hmm. What if he was... all kids are dirty. What if he was the valedictorian? What if he was oh, a no, really he was nice dirty. guy? He was dirty. Yeah. He was the valedictorian. Yeah, I forgot. Because if you, if you know how to give girls hickeys at a yeah. young age, that means you've been through a few necks. Hickeys are weird. Hickeys are stupid. What, what is the Bro, point? You look like you're prone to hickeys. You could do this to my neck and it'll show up. <laughs> so, yeah... I, <laughs> Nothing about hickeys was even cool to me. Hickeys was always stupid. They don't feel good. They hurt. Hickeys was always stupid to me. And like, then I always, always, I always felt like, because they did hurt, but I didn't want to sound pussy. So like I'd, I'd let her 
keep biting and nibbling at my neck. Like, I just said, can you stop? Rory was laying down. She biting on his neck, his toes and his socks like this. <laughs> but not in a good way. <laughs> he ain't want to tell her to How stop. How do you think I developed this, this shit? <laughs> you this got ballet is, toes. This is PTSD from now hickeys. Now you got ballet toes because he was getting hickeys. <laughs> Ma, you look like you used to give hickeys. Give hickeys? He nah. looked like he still do. Nah, I was never that uh, guy. I was never that guy. Yeah, right. I'll keep going. I don't like, I, I was never the hickey giver. I'm not going to suck on your neck. And you seen me? Yeah, you too cool to, to suck on his neck. I suck on. I, I was. I like titties, man. When yeah, I was young, I was. Salty neck. Of oh, course, that's yeah, not, that I was. A, that's why I stopped. So yes. I think the first time I started like licking on a girl's neck, I think it was like we was outside running around. You know, you young and dirty. You know how that kids. You got to get it in when you can, because once it's time to go home, that's it. Yeah. We was taught sexual uh, soul at a really young age. Mm-hmm. Playing house, playing hide and go get. Because we was horny. Yeah. Seventh Heaven, Seventh Heaven is the is, is legend. I want to play adult Seventh Heaven, like going to closet with a girl for like seven minutes. I mean, you just fly, just go to a resort. That's what happens. That's the adult version. Nah, of man, I'm talking about like right now. Give each other the look, and then we go in this little cubby hole right here. I feel like seventh we Heaven. Stumble, and we could definitely do a Seventh Heaven. I'm game. not doing no Seventh Heaven with nobody in the stumble in. I'm sorry. You want to play spin the bottle? No. Buy bottles and then spin them? No. Yo, you used to you used to get mad and spin the bottle if the girl you like spun the bottle and she had to kiss your, your man. I still hold resentment to this day. <laughs> Yo, as kids, I, I'm, I'm resenting the, the fates. Up. Yo, we set ourselves up for trauma as kids. Ooh. Like, look at the games we play. You gonna sit in a circle with your homeboys and girls y'all like and spin a bottle and somebody got to kiss somebody. And then when she spin the bottle and it land on your man's and she gives a little smirk like she happy. <laughs> But what about, when it land, what about when it landed between you and your man? Like, who takes it? Because, <laughs> like, you know, that was the thing. Like, nah, it's on me. Depends who the girl was. Yeah, that's exactly. Smart, man. Depends who the girl is. I don't want to kiss her. You got that, fam. <laughs> take one, take, take that one. These days even play games like that. No, they fucking. They're sending, they're sending nudes at Yeah, nah, these 13. kids now, they're fucking. They're straight. It ain't, they don't even know what seventh heaven is no more. That was our fucking. Like, kissing, you know, grab a titty, finger bang a little bit. To us, that was a successful night. We was like, oh my God, I just had sex. Like <laughs> now, no, they're they're going all the way at 12 years old. Like they're going all the way. It's crazy. I I'm becoming my parents in that regard. Absolutely. I like, see kids running. These little fast ass, this new generation. <laughs> fast ass kids. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's That's different what they are. Cause like <clears throat> I've I've talked to my younger cousins. People be having threesomes in high school. I'm like, wait. Hold on. How is that in high school? Yeah. In no, in the high school. Not 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 there in well, high school. Well, if you didn't fuck in your high school, then you're a fucking loser. But but having a threesome no, in that's, school? That's insane. Damn. In the school is crazy. You never fucked in your high school? Oh, you went to all boys, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hope you didn't. Not that I care about your preference. I just know you have a girlfriend and <laughs> she may that. be. Yeah, we can't say that. Y'all can't, we cannot say that. We have to clear that. We have to cut that out. <laughs> Well, because, I hope you did it. Because like, what? Cardinal not? Hayes is Catholic school. I just didn't, you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> oh, man. Is hip-hop and music media still a male-dominated arena, or are women moving to the forefront? Who asked this question? Is this you, Damaris? <laughs> Wait, Damaris is... that's, not, that's in our notes? <laughs> I swear to God. Is hip-hop and music media still a male-dominated arena, or are women moving to the forefront? That wasn't so supposed to be. Yeah. To ask that question, um, unfortunately, it is still male dominated. But a lot of uh, female artists. I'm not talking about artists. I'm talking about the media game. Damaris leading the charge. I am not leading a fucking. Is hip hop and music media still a male dominated? Oh, 
Yeah, it's still male dominated. Yeah, it is. Now I understand the question, the media part. Okay. Yeah, well, I, I think so. Obviously, the artist is. Yeah, I think it's still a male dom. I think that there's a there's By a percentage though, but I feel like going to Angie was the number one thing ever. Oh, of course you had so to, like, you had to go sit down with Angie Martinez. Percentage, yes, but I think Angie was the number one person you would want to go sit and talk to. Yeah, because well, because of her, uh, obviously her, her her legendary career in radio. Um, she's one of the voices and one of the people that you know. If you're an aspiring artist, you definitely want to sit down at some point, especially if you're a hip hop artist. You want to sit down and, and talk to Angie Martinez if you come to New York City. Or if you were just uh, robbed at your building. Yeah. That's a, that's a safari callback. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely want to. In the uh, business, we call that a callback. In the biz. Don't look me. In the business. <laughs> in, the, in the biz, we call that in a callback. In the business, we call that a callback. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it definitely is a still um, a male-dominated arena, for I sure. I feel like in a lot of... And I, I'm, when I say... In and media, I like women that know about hip-hop. Like, yeah. when women can sit down and have a, a real in-depth conversation about hip-hop and music, like, I think that that's, like, super fly. But I think a lot of women are running a lot of these artists. And that's what I meant by that, too. Like They're running of, them? Like, not running in a bad way. I mean, like, as far as managers, you're seeing a lot of more women managers, uh, Well, because women know how to get shit done. Women are very organized. Women know how to you know, keep things together. Uh, not saying that men can't, but women just have a more natural way of organizing and keeping shit. It's also an ego thing. Men have a lot of ego, especially in the hip-hop industry. So I feel like when women are having it in these meetings and trying to get shit done and trying to get this person to work with this person, I think it might be a little bit easier to facilitate when you're not dealing with men's fucking egos. I love working with women. That's my preference. Yeah, I, I love... Me, I'm the total opposite. Like, I love working with women. For me, that's my preference. I like having women that know, you just know what they're doing and educated, smart. They could teach me some shit. Uh, they stay on my ass about shit. Um, I just, yeah, I, I'm I'm not, I have, I don't understand when guys don't have women that they work with. That to me is weird. Super. It's a perspective you could never have and yeah. you need it in the room. Yeah, like I just don't understand that, like how men don't want to work with women. Like, in uh, entertainment, like <clears throat> at the end of the day, if, the women are pleased, the men are going to follow. Absolutely. Even even down to like what we see with female rappers. Like I love Cardi and Megan and all of them, not because they're rapping about shit that I particularly want to hear or rap along to, mm -hmm. but it gets the women. Yeah. And I like when women are happy around me and they get happy when that shit comes up. So you're going to get, if you get the women, you'll get everyone else. Yeah. We're going to show up if the women are there. Hire women. Hire black women. Uh, King Von's posthumous album is released tonight. What it means to be king. Uh, the track list was released, right, Damaris? Yeah. Um. So so far, I'm seeing there's a G Herbo feature, uh, Twenty One Savage feature, Fabio, Moneybag Yo, of course, Lil Dirk, Polo G, A Boogie with the hoodie, Dreezy. Uh, Dreezy, okay, love yeah. Dreezy. So there's 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 some people on there. Did did someone specific put it together? How how did this or was this an album that Vaughn already kind of had done? I think it was a you know a bunch of music that was already done. Okay. Oh, I, I mean, I hope I hope somebody definitely really put it together rather than just took a bunch of songs that Vaughn was working on. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited to hear it. Uh, just despite Vaughn not being here, which sucks, but he did make great music. Yeah, he did. I think he was one of the younger artists that was just finding his uh his voice mm. and his style. In his pocket, and you know, unfortunately, he was taken from us way, way too soon. 
as we've seen and continue to see in our culture way too often. Um, yeah. But yeah, what it means to be king available now. Um, and again, prayers to Vaughn and his family. For sure, for sure. And I, and I hope I hope the profits from that go directly to his family. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anyone else coming out, Demers? Uh, the cool kids before shit got weird. I love I love that album title. Yeah, I do. Yeah, too. I do too. So apparently, it's going to be a twenty one hour long three part album. Oh right. what? I had like I got I have work to do. It was gonna, <laughs> I have, it's, I have it's a family. Be three parts. I don't think they're releasing all, all okay three parts at all the right. same then time. Then that's fine. Okay. That's fine. Well, listen, man. Chuck English to me is a fucking amazing producer. So I'm sure it's put together in a very good way. I fuck with the cool kids. They they was part of that blog era in 09 where. Mm-hmm. You know, even though they both had great careers after that, I thought they was like on that next up mm-hmm. wave at that time. This was the joint. Maul, you, you're not a hipster, so you was you wasn't listening to this shit. But in 09, we was going crazy to this. With, with our G-Shocks on. I remember this. And I don't even think either of the names are Mikey. Let them know who it is. And don't ever be around a Mikey when this came on. Definitely the backpack era. Look at the sound. This is very Pharrellish though. Mm-hmm. Check it. But yeah. I fuck with the cool kids, man. I definitely remember this. This was a joint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to Chuck English, man. Um. All right. Well, I'll try to get around to the 21 hours of it. It's, it's not coming. <laughs> yeah, but they're releasing it like yeah. capsules. Mm. I get it. I'm oh, not mad God. at that. This world, we, we love the word capsule now, don't we? No, you released a t-shirt. <laughs> don't tell me it's a capsule. The bundle is over with? Is the bundles over with? The bundle yeah, package they, they, is they, over with? They got that out of here. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of happy they got that out of here, though. Yeah, because niggas was definitely trying to trick the, the system Good. with that. I'm not mad at it, but I'm glad they got it out of here. Because mm. it's kind of like, let's try to get as back to normal with these record streams or sales, whatever you want to call it, as mm. possible. Let's, I understand, you know, trying to find loopholes in the system, but we got to find some some type of way to be like, all right, fam, just sell the album, sell the music. Listen, man, go back to the old days where you have to buy 10,000 copies of your own album. Or that. You know what I mean? But I wasn't with that bundle shit. Yeah, I wasn't with that bundle shit. Remember, remember when rappers was doing that and labels were doing that? Absolutely. Literally buying their albums. For sure. You go right to the office, they're sitting right there in the, in the box. Uh, movies were doing it too. Just buying movie tickets. Really? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I remember at one time they were telling you to check your ticket stubs to make sure that they were giving you the right ticket stub for the movie because it was some something around, was it, I think it may have been around the Black Panther time when Black Panther came out. Mm-hmm. And um, they were saying, make sure you check the ticket stub because it's on pace to set a record and, you know, they might try to stop the record from being set and give people the tickets to the wrong show or the wrong uh, movie. Uh, I, see what I was saying. like, who's, who has time to do this it's at the theater? Conspiracy. Yeah, like, who the fuck is behind all of this stupid shit? Wait, hold on. We started this pod with fucking Biden saying he's, oh man, I see entrapment right in front of my face. What happened? Dear borrower, by the way, don't call me borrower. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is from the U.S. Small Business Administration. One hour ago. Dear borrower, you may be eligible for an increase for your loan amount based on the information submitted with your original SBA COVID uh, economic injury disaster loan, whatever the EDIL shit. Mm-hmm. You trying to set me up when Biden said he's going to send the goons into my house? Yeah, they, they trying to throw it on you. That's somebody trying to, they trying to throw it you on you. You want me to buy more weight? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, I got a PPP. No, nah, I didn't get a PPP. Oh. I got a small business loan, SBA. It's 
different. Oh, okay. Yeah. Biden, forgive that shit, man. Yeah, right. You might have to pay. It's the lowest interest rate ever. That's why I took it. Well, then that's not bad. Yeah. No, it was. That's not bad. And I used it for to make money. So. Listen, man, they're not playing. They coming for that money. They want it back. But how are you gonna how are you gonna put that on your speech and then email me, yo, you want some more? <laughs> no. <laughs> you fucking crazy? They only that's why they ain't coming for you. You must be paying. Uh no, they haven't asked for their money back yet. Really? They're they're debating not yet. now. Well, no, they're they're not sure yet if Biden's gonna forgive it. Some SBA he, loans they won't they may forgive. He ain't forgiving nothing, man. That's probably true. He ain't forgive student nah, loans. Nah, go he get go get the fraud shit. Maybe get your money back up and leave me the fuck alone. Listen, either way, they 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 coming for that money back. They want it back in full. In blood? So I don't understand Biden's why, getting it back in blood? I, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I don't understand how people think that they can get away with, like, you can't scam the government, bro. Yes, you can. You can. People do it all the time. And they get caught all the time. No, but you don't. There's a big chance you might not get caught. No, it's he, not. He, they're not going to catch everybody that did PPP loans. They're not going to catch everybody who did unemployment scams. They're not going to catch... Not, not everybody, but the ones that... That dragged it, sure. This, that's what I'm saying. They but not... You got you a know, quick little 4,000 from... No, nah, they not tri- they not really tripping yeah. about that. They gonna, But they're going to get that back, too. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. F- 10 years from now, when you try to file taxes and think you're getting your income tax back, you're like, yo, remember um 2020 when you was going crazy? Well, yeah, we decided to take that back. Well, that's because everyone wanted to go Frank Lucas with this shit, and they got their PPP loan, and then went on Instagram and bought a Lamborghini. Yeah, they was dragging it. I, I don't like understand. take the fur coat off. That type of shit to me is crazy. Like, well, I don't, I don't. If you got a good little lick happening, stay under the radar. You can't get bitches if you don't do that, though. Somehow it's I'm all j- times. It all times. Oh, you know that's what it's for. All times. Y'all are the. <laughs> yo, don't, yo, don't point that ashy ass finger at me. Wow. Listen, my man. finger is well moisturized. Okay, a vino. It, it's not their fault. It's the men's fault. Go get a chick off your personality, idiot. Yeah, right. When when did that start happening? That's that's how I. I mean, I got burnt in the process, but not, she liked me for my personality. Yeah, you gotta stop going back to you getting burnt, bro. She Listen, liked me I, for me. I'm not mad at I'm not mad at women that like get dues for their money though, because dudes not leave either. with it. They leave with that. It's like yo, you you showing that? That's what you showing? You got money? That, all right, so give me some of that. Yeah, I'm ladies, not mad get at your money. I'm not mad at women getting their money. Um. Where were we at with time? Because I do want to talk about Worst Roommate Ever, but maybe y'all should watch it and then we can I, come back. I saw the trailer for it when I was watching the, uh, part three of the Kanye uh, doc, which, um, which which came out last night. Amazing documentary. Mm. I don't know if anybody hasn't seen it. I'm pretty sure everybody's seen it by now, but um, I, I started watching the trailer for that and that looks really good. So each episode is a, a different roommate. It's not like one yeah, cohesive no. thing. Well, there mm-hmm. is one that's a two-parter. My man's was going crazy in Queens. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want you guys to watch it so we can come back and talk about it. I will say the woman in Far Rockaway, Sonia or whatever her name is, I hope they start a GoFundMe for her because she really got fucked up. But Sonia, no working lawyer is on Craigslist looking for a room in Far Rockaway. <laughs> She's a lawyer? She no, no he out. was pretending to be a working lawyer and, and he, he was, was looking, looking for, for on Craigslist for a room in Far Rockaway. Yeah. Lawyer's not doing that, dog. I'm sorry. <laughs> Someone unemployed may not be doing that. Yeah. I, I, yeah. That's, shout out to Far Rock. I got to watch that because I did see the, uh, the trailer for it and I was like, okay, this was like one of those interesting documentaries of murder and crime. And, and everyone in the two-parter was like, 
he was just, you know, so handsome. And then they showed like showed him and maybe I got a little sugar in the tank because I was like, that man is not handsome. <laughs> how do all these chicks say so everything? Like, he was so handsome and convincing. Like, I'm like, but wait, that's, that's how, the handsome man? But that's how I felt felt about, uh, is it Ted Bundy? Yes. They were like, oh, I was looking at him like, I was like, Ooh. I was like, women were like in love with this guy. Like he. They had like, Zac Efron played him. He mu- he must be handsome. <laughs> yeah. Zac Efron looks a lot better than Ted, the real Ted Bundy. I don't know. The real Ted Bundy was not a handsome. Hit. Like, come on, fam. Like, what he, woman he was going like crazy over him? Killer. Or maybe I think that now because I know that he's a serial killer and that's what I associate with a, still, a serial killer looking like because he's Ted Bundy. So maybe back then they didn't think, look at him and say he looks like a serial killer. Ted Bundy would do numbers in this era. Chicks is just going to anyone's house. Ted Bundy would go crazy right now. Mad heads in the fridge. Like, he wouldn't even need to work Ted for it. Diamond. I saw a disturbing video online of a um a little girl that was almost abduct, ab- abducted mm. and some lady that was standing there like stopped it like it's the it was the it was the creepiest like just like most bothersome video like she was at like an ice cream stand or something and the door was open in the car and the lady was working at the ice cream stand and it was a little girl that was buying ice cream so the lady it looks like the lady knows her from the neighborhood she probably goes there all the time and um, she's talking, but it's a guy standing on the side that's on his phone. And when the lady turned around to go, you know, get the ice cream, the guy waved at the little girl, you know, just like waved and the little girl mm. waved back, whatever. But you could tell that the woman knew something wasn't sketchy. Like it was a car park right there. The door that was the that was on the side of the sidewalk was open. The rear door was open. And the guy was standing outside on the phone. And there was another dude in the driver's seat. And the woman starts like really locking in on the guy, like looking at him, looking at him, paying attention. So then when the girl leaves to start walking, I guess, to go home, the guy kind of positions himself at like a pole near the door of the car. Mm-hmm. And he's on a cell phone, whatever. So the girl's like, little girl's walking and she could see the setup coming. Like soon as she gets to the side of the door that's open, this dude is going to push this girl in the car and it's somebody already in the driver's seat and they just going to peel off. Yeah. So the lady came from around the ice cream stand and like literally like 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 a quick walk got to the little girl and just kind of like pushed her forward and started walking with her up the street and then the dude like just closed the car door got in the car and drove off like it was the it was like because you st- you saw in that moment this is how shit happens like these are how kids are abducted and the fact that this lady was so sharp and was like so observant and saw the whole play before it happened was just like damn like because I don't most people would have missed that Mm-hmm. Because it literally didn't seem like I didn't I didn't see the play. I had to watch the video again. Like, oh, okay. Like, but just watching it at first, I'm like, how does she even notice that? But then you see the dude on the phone. He keeps looking at the girl, and he's acting like he's talking. And this is the, the car. Why is this back door just open? Like, and I was just like, so damn, scary. man, it's some scary shit. So like, it was scary. some scary, scary shit to know that if that lady didn't catch that and just turned around to go back in the store, like that little girl would yeah. be. Like what, as they're, well. what they're doing now with the with the car services, like you know the apps that we we do, like you get in the car and they'll drive for like a block and like stop and a white van will pull up on the side of you, like a white van will pull up on the side of you, like a van is following the Uber and they'll stop and block you in. People like, are fucking sick, so sick fucking man. Scary, like bury those scary. motherfuckers under the jail. Yeah, those type of dudes. Like I said, I you know, do you prey on women and children? Like I think that you should. It should be severe, severe penalties for that. Yeah, that like you should have for to pay. money, and it's all for money. That's sick. Yeah, 
It was some scary shit watching that shit. So yeah, be careful, man. Just be observant, even if you know a kid is not yours. Just be observant. Like it's, it's. I think it's our job to protect, you know, kids especially, but each other as well. Like if you see funny shit and then shit doesn't seem right, like you know, watch for these kids because it's some sick fuckers out here, man. That that's why I fall. I think prison reform on the other side. I fall on the fucking right wing side. There should be life sentences, not just for murder. Oh, I'm like, no, I'm with that. Lock these motherfuckers up forever. I'm, you're you're I'm, not going to get reformed. I don't want you back on the street. Like, I've no, said it before. stay your ass in jail. I've said it before. And, you, you know, preying on women and, and kids, stay in jail forever. Fuck I got you. I got a bit of a, a, a lash back because I said that if, if a man is convicted of rape or pedophilia, he should be killed. And then people are like, oh, but you don't know if he, he could be convicted of rape and it was a wrong conviction. No, I'm talking about the ones that we know mm. without a doubt. Like, you have the. DNA, you have the evidence that he raped this woman or he, you know, w- was molesting this child. Like the ones that are clear cut, kill him. Kill him. Put him down. I'm I, all for listen, that. I kill him. If we're going to have the death either. penalty, if we're going to have the death penalty for murders, have the death penalty for pedophiles and rapists. Straight up. I just, murder is understandable to me. I can understand how you could murder somebody. Like, but that shit. Yeah, but some people just murder just because they want to sure. steal a hundred dollars. Like, oh, we yeah. just saw the yeah, fucking yeah. The, the, the the fucking maniac that killed this young girl mm-hmm. a, a couple months ago at Burger King. Shot her for a hundred dollars at Burger King. But like, crime, no. crimes of passion don't count as murder, right? Those are more manslaughter. No, no, it, no you still murder one. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if he was passionate. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't care I mean, how like much you love me. Yeah. Like, right I don't now, care if you watched the Kanye doc and yeah. felt inspired. No, you murdered that person. You get into a heated argument right now and I bash you in the hell with this mic. That's not murder. It wasn't premeditated. It just well, it wouldn't be murder one. It could be murder two, three, yeah, whatever. It could be second degree yeah. murder. But yeah, probably not first degree. But I, I, I know what Damaris is saying as far as you could make sense in some cases of people killing people. Not that it's right, but you yeah. could make sense that that would happen. As far as rape or preying on children or anything, there's, you're not going to make any sense of that yeah. ever. It was just a, it was just a, some brothers that killed their stepfather because they found out he was molesting their little sister. Mm. I think we saw that it was like maybe a month ago as well. And I was like, yeah, let them freedom. If you if they caught their stepfather molesting their their their, their sister, kill him. And that's where it's like, supposed to happen. You're supposed to kill him. And with those crimes too, it's like we know our jail systems are not actually correctional facilities. They're no, not they're correcting not any of these people. So you could give a rapist 25 years. He gonna get out. He's not gonna... Uh, glad I was reformed in there. Yeah, I no, learned my weren't. lesson. No, you didn't. But yeah, be careful because that video was definitely like, damn, man, like this little girl would have been in that car and family would never would have probably saw her again. Like, it's some scary but, times. But that's also kind of what, outside of the obvious with gentrification and, and cities changing, like the neighborhood is kind of dead now. Mm-hmm. As far as like everybody knowing everybody and everyone knowing each other's kids and like looking out and, and, and looking at shit, they're like, "Oh, that, that's not right." Yeah, I've been in this neighborhood forever. That's not right. Those days. That's kind of gone in so many places. I mean, there's still some, but mm-hmm. that shit is extinct. Mm-hmm. So it's super unsafe to just have your kids chilling because you don't know nobody in your own neighborhood. <laughs> people don't speak to each other no more. Like yeah. people don't have those neighbor neighborly bonds anymore. Uh, Everybody is, you know, in their own worlds now, in their own mm-hmm. little bubbles. And, you know, certain areas, certain areas still have that still sense some. of neighborhood. And, you know, you go to your neighbor's house for cookouts in the backyard, watch the games and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But for the most part, people are more, these days are more kept to themselves and, and to their families in their own little spaces. But 
if you're in a neighborhood, you should definitely make sure that, you know, you know your neighbors and know the neighbors, the families and, you know, all the kids know each other and yeah. the adults watch out for the kids on the block. Like you need that because again, it's, you have things like that, you know, that video where people infiltrate these neighborhoods and prey on these little kids and, you know, abduct the kid and you never see them again. Now everybody's fucked up and distraught about it. But yeah, man, prayers to anybody that, you know, has ever dealt with that. Luckily, I've never dealt with like a family member uh, being abducted or kidnapped. Yeah, thank or, God, neither have I. You know what I mean? But families deal with that. It's a real thing where, you know, kids go missing every day. And uh, some of them, most of them are never seen again. So protect the kids, man. Yeah. Well, I don't want to end on a somber note. I know, right? Anything funny happen? Funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, nah, that was just something I watched and that shit, because I, I think that was the first time I've ever seen that mm. where it was stopped or it was like, it could have happened if this woman, you know what I mean? Like just seeing that was yeah. like, yo, that's how it happens? Like, like I said, I had to watch it again to see even see, I was like, oh, the door's open. He was going to push in the door. Like, but yeah. Um... Slaughterhouse. Mm-hmm. We have some friends in that group. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I don't even want to just try to make this sound political or anything. Uh, it's interesting. It's interesting. And we both have have ties to the all group. four of them. Yeah, the group. Uh it's it's interesting. Um, you know, know knowing some behind the scene things. Uh mm-hmm. I don't think I mean, at this point, it's over with. I don't think that it's something that uh, people really not in a disrespectful way, but people aren't really checking for it. They don't really care about it as much as they did at one point. I, I don't. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that people recognize that the, the at the time the group was a a very good group, uh, some really good MCs. Uh, but I think that time has too much time has passed, and I think that with you know everything is a, a right now or what have you done for me lately type of culture. But Slaughterhouse definitely still has that core fan base that I don't think oh, no, they will still, ever leave. No, and they, that does but I think, I think care. Even the, I don't think it's a small group. I think their core is But I, I think even big. the core is kind of like moved on. I, I don't think they even are thinking about the group being being together and putting out music. I don't I don't I think they've given up on that. Well, well. I th- Okay, I can see that point of view, but I think if two of them are going out to make an album called The Rise and Fall of Slaughterhouse, all of the Slaughterhouse fan base is going to care and oh, run no. to it. Yeah. I'm talking about the group collectively. Okay. That I, I think people, the fan base has moved on from the idea from the of idea. that oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. That's what I mean. But as far as what uh, Crook and Joel are doing, uh, I think that definitely the fan base is going to uh, listen to it and they're going to see, you know, what they produce and what they put out. I think obviously you have, you know, two out of the four MCs that are really talented. Mm. Uh, they put out a good record. Yeah, I like uh, the record. Yeah, I didn't I didn't I didn't hear anything outside of that song, so I don't know what else is to come or what else is happening, but they, they put out a track list. Oh, they did. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't see the track list. But yeah, I think listen, man, you know life goes on. I see both sides. And I, and I promise that's not a cop out. And I mm-hmm. I'll tell you where I see both sides. I see Joe and Royce being hurt and upset about it, and I totally get that. You're now taking the the name of the album is the fall and rise of Slaughterhouse. You're using our logo, like, yes, you need to tell me. Crook and Joe, I don't have as much right to that I'll, logo. I'll as listen, anybody I'm, I'm gonna get there. Okay, I can see them being hurt in that regard of like, though this is our thing. The four of us, you're not gonna tell 50 percent of the group when they're selling merch with the pig logo. Like, I I can totally see Royce and Joe being upset about that, 
from a personal standpoint and from a business standpoint. Now, I didn't totally agree with Royce's IG caption of how he broke down the value. I think there's more value to be had now that this turmoil is happening because we live in a society where turmoil brings attention. Yeah. For them to get back together and put out an album, I think this actually adds to that story and adds to the value of people wanting them to reconnect. Mm-hmm. Now, I see Joel and Crook's side of saying, hey, we've been trying to get this shit together for years. I have a fan base that's asking questions and I need to eat as well. So if y'all don't want to rap no more at Slaughterhouse, we're going to do that and we're going to tell the fans why. I get that perspective, but I also get the side of finding out with the rest of the world that you're doing an album called the rise and fall of a group that were trademarked together as four equal partners. I would feel the way. I would. But why would you feel a way if you're, these gentlemen exhausted all opportunities and tried to get things to work and tried to get everybody back on the same page and it seems like it wasn't, they were beating a dead horse or dead pig at this point? <laughs> That's funny. Um, no, I, I do get that part. That's why it's a bit of a cop-out, but I, I really do see both sides. Because if I'm Joel and, and Crook, I mean, granted, they've both been putting out solo shit, and they put out an album together um, that was good. It's just, I don't know, like, a heads up? Nah. It's, think, it's think, our think, shit, I think, though. I think, yeah, but I think after a while, you lose that. When you reach out to somebody and you're you're the one reaching out, you're the one extending the olive branch, you're the one trying to mend things, you're the one trying to, you know, make things work, and that's not being met with any reach back. Mm-hmm. When you decide that you're no longer extending the olive branch and you're gonna go do what you want to do and do your own thing, I don't think that it's fair to say, oh, you could have given this person a heads up. I was trying to mend this thing and make this thing work for years. And it wasn't and it wasn't being reciprocated. No energy was given back, or the energy that was given was real, like, nah, I'm not doing that. I don't want to do that. Mm. It's like, all right, so what I'm I'm not supposed to do anything for the rest of my life. Uh, no, I, I and get, I have I just as that, right, but... I have just as much right to this logo, mm. to this, to this brand, to this fan base as anybody else in this group. So if I if me and another member of the group decide that we're gonna go this way and pivot and do something else then I don't think anybody can be upset about it if we are exhausted all like resources and trying to mend this thing and make it work. It's mm. like, what are we supposed to do? Just not do nothing with this for the rest of our lives? No. I, I completely That's agree with you on, on that end, but I can also see Royce and Joe going like, you have our name in the title of your album. You're selling merch with our logo. You're not going to tell nobody? <laughs> but it's our logo too. For yeah, sure. But if you leave this podcast right now and I get, hop in your seat and we still call it New Rory and Mall and sell t-shirts that say New Rory and Mall on it, you're not going to feel some type of way? We're in that p- exact position and I don't feel the type of way. Um, it's a little different. I get what you're saying. It's a little different. Yeah, I, I see the connections, but I also don't because I said everyone in my mentions of the same. I was like, these are different situations. Different situations. You guys have like, brand, logo, name, everything. I'll put it this way. If I'm sitting here, don't want to do Duce Palooza ever again, and someone else is saying, hey, let's do it, let's do it, let's get it, let's get it all together, like, come on, come on. And then you do, like, some kind of Duce Palooza shit with the name, I'm going to feel a fucking way. If, the, if they were trying to get you to be a part of it and you kept telling them no? 
yeah, I'm gonna feel, I'm gonna feel away. And that's you're crazy for that. If somebody is trying to get you to be a part of something that you started and you built, I'm, that's and you're saying I'm not legal, doing that no speak, more. I'm speaking from a legal standpoint in that regard. Yeah, I am but going if, to feel but away. you can't. But it, but the thing is, if you build something with somebody, if we're building something together, and I'm like, yo, I no longer want to do this shit. Mm. And you're like, yo, come on, man, let's do it, let's do it for years. And I'm like, nah, I'm doing something else. I'm more successful than I've ever been doing this other thing. And I'm saying like, oh, nah, I don't want to do that. So I. You supposed to just sit back and and just like just be, with your thumb in your ass, not do nothing. No, just come up with your own name. Just not that, not that brand anymore. Different. Yeah, it's a different brand. Yeah, but I don't think that I don't think that you know I could. You could be mad though if the person was trying to make you a part of it. But They're legally, trying to keep it together. I, legally, I could like, yeah, I'm not doing this anymore. But this is no longer like brand of slaughterhouse is for. If it's just two of y'all, it is no longer slaughterhouse. Yeah, but that's why it's called the rise and fall of slaughterhouse. I understand that right? you're selling you're selling merch with the slaughterhouse logo on it. You're profiting from something that we all four of us have built together. Yeah, but if you don't want to be a part of it, I'm supposed to just let it die no, and you just like do leave it. it? Pay, run me my money for our, my part of the merch. And I don't and I don't know I don't know what the legal binding agreement is between those four gentlemen. So I have literally no idea. But yeah, no, I don't, and I don't care to know. That's their business yeah, for but, sure. You know, I'm not. I'm just. I just don't think that you know people can be mad at Joel and Crook for. Wanting to continue their music careers and wanting to do stuff with a brand that they build, or you know, just use the logo. Like I just don't think that you can be upset at that. It's like these gentlemen were trying for years to keep this together and make this thing work, and they decided, okay, we're not being met with a certain energy, and obviously this is not happening. So let's move forward and pivot in our careers. Listen, if anyone understands Joel and Crook in that regard, I understand jumping out the yeah. window and saying, "All right, fuck it, I tried, yeah. I'm done with this shit." Mm-hmm. I get it. But I also can see the side of feeling a way about using a name and a logo I get that it. is the four of us I get as it. equal I get partners it. in it. I can I see it. it. Now, as far as personal feelings, I mean, I don't I know all four of those gentlemen. I don't know their intricate friendships between them in that regard of, you know. There's no friendship. Well, that's clear now, but <laughs> like we can be honest, no friendship. Those gentlemen aren't friends. Like it's mm. just it is what it is, bro. Like we gotta stop acting like they're not friends. When you do certain things to people, you show where your friendship stands. I, I agree there. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, we're not friends. We got it. We obviously we want to do something to keep it together for the fan base mm. and for the people that have supported us. Uh, but if that's not able to happen and you know, people decide to pivot and do something else, I get it using the logo and you know how people could kind of sort of, you know, turn their nose up at that. I understand that, but is it wrong? I don't think so. Because I had just as much to do with building this brand and making this logo what it was as anybody else. Yeah. So that's yeah. all I'm saying. I just don't feel like it's wrong in that regard. Like, you know, they. Ex- I think uh, Joel and Crook exhausted all, you know, all they could on trying to keep the situation alive and keep it going and keep it moving forward. And at some point, you just got to move on, man. You got you to move sure. on. I, I just don't want to see... I, I, me, personally, I don't want to see it turn into... Uh, something, you know, too personal and something too ugly because yeah. I can I can see it going there because I know the four personalities and the four egos. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I could see it going there. I hope not, you know, but, you know, things happen, man. And more importantly, I'm just happy that, you know, Joel and Crook decided to do something, stand on it and, 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 and do what's best for them in their careers and, and what, they, what they're trying to do and what they're trying to build. 
Like as men, you got to do what you got to do for yourself and your family sometimes. For sure. You know what no, I mean? I, 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 I get that point. I think that that's just what Joel and Crook did. So I don't, I don't, I don't think that they were wrong. That's my 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 stance. I don't think they, mm. were, they were wrong. I wish they could have worked it out and made it happen because it was a, a, a really good According thing. To them, really they, good. they tried. Well, yeah, absolutely, they <laughs> tried. But you know, you you not we know. No, I'm I'm, I'm 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 aware of that yeah. regard. So but, it is what it is. But good record. Uh, you know, salute to Joel and Crook and and everybody else involved and anybody else that has something to do with Slaughterhouse. It was a great a great group. Uh, really, uh, four talented MCs and and, and artists. Objectively, I hope Glasshouse someday sees the light of day. It's a fucking great album. Yeah, I don't think it will, but you know, again, sometimes things just aren't meant to to happen and things, you know, fall where they fall where they're gonna fall and land where they're gonna land. And, you know, it is what it is. I actually think it puts them in a perfect position to make music again together. That's that's just where I disagree with Royce. I don't think the value dropped in it. I think you up the value of people wanting to hear from Slaughterhouse because now they know that there's this big ass divide. Royce said the value dropped. Well, he had made a, a comparison, and I'm paraphrasing on Instagram, of saying uh, four people own a house, and then two people decide to leave the house, burn it down, and then build another one at a lower value, and not tell their partners that they burnt the house down. I. Again, I'm not Royce. He has personal investment feelings into Slaughterhouse where I don't. Mm-hmm. I just think the value went up. <laughs> I don't think the house is burnt down. Well, I think it just added more attention to what's going on in that house. <laughs> if it's been years and we can't agree on a plan of attack, do we never attack? Do we never pivot? Do we never move on? Do we never? I, I understand. I don't I, know what the conversation was between the four of them. I don't, I don't either. I, I don't I'm just, know. I'm just asking. But... If, you, if, you, if you're in that situation, and it's been years and you can't agree on a plan of attack. Mm. I mean, Ben Simmons had to, he, Philadelphia had to move Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, it is what it is. Go somewhere else. You, ha- yeah. you might be happier there. You know, do what you got to do. I mean, at, at some point, you just have to move on. Like, what are we doing? Like, obviously, it's never, this is never going to happen if you can't even get communication from your partners. Like, So let me ask you, and I'm not saying this is my opinion, but let me ask you this. Why can't you just go rap? You're a great rapper. Go rap about some other shit. No, I, I agree. Or I'm, I'm or address the shit on your album. Just don't name it the Rise and Fall of Slaughterhouse. Don't use the logo. Just go and tell your truth on your album. I mean, yeah. Because bo- both, both of those gentlemen, Joel and Crook, are amazing rappers and, and, and make amazing out, music. And they've put out. They've been putting yeah. out music. So yeah, I understand that. But, you know, again, it, do are you mad at them for that? No. That's all I'm saying. I, listen, like, I can't be mad as someone that was close, I still don't know the rise and fall of Slaughterhouse. Yeah. I'm gonna listen to the album. I'm curious. <laughs> yeah, because you just you, you like you like the MCs, you like the, the art, and you know that they're two of the better MCs. So it's like, yeah, I, I want to hear what they got to say about it. If this is the rise and fall of it, let me hear why it, it rose and it fell. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's all I'm saying. But I don't think that you can be mad at people for trying to, you know, just go another way when things seem that like it's not gonna happen. Everybody has their limit. Like it's for been sure. years of us trying to get this to work. It's not working. Let's just uh, one of the stipulations on. was getting off shady. We got off shady. Still nothing. I, yeah, no, I, I, I can you know totally so I, get Joel and Crook going, fam. I'm done with this shit. Yeah, Fuck it. Like that's all I'm saying. Everybody has their limit and the point where they reach it and just like, all right, we're done. So it is what it is. But again, you know, salute to uh, those gentlemen and hopefully everyone is happy in business and in life. And yeah, for sure, we'll see what happens. And hopefully, I'm not gonna leak it, but I hope somebody 
Leaks Glass House because it's a fucking great album. <laughs> no, good album. They was rapping their asses off. Really good project. Really good project. Let Just Blaze do it. Just should do it. I wonder if Shady. Album? I wonder if Shady in that stipulation with the contract owns that music. Because you could make I'm a case, sure which I've been through. If I didn't pay anyone yet via my budget, you technically don't own that music. I'm sure Just Blaze got paid. Don't get don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah, I'm no, sure Shady paid Just Blaze. But if we're making music and I have not paid anyone from this budget, then I should still you do not own this music. Yeah, I get it. Which I'm, I've done and won. So yeah, I want. I wonder what that that Glasshouse contract is because that that music should come out someday. Yeah, I don't think it will, but it should. Yeah. Um, what's the date for that? And then we then we can wrap this up. March eleventh. March March eleventh. Rise and fall of slaughterhouse. Joel Ortiz, King Crooked. Uh, I mean, listen, man. I know all these gentlemen personally. Um, so you know, again, just salute to all of them, and let's let's hear what they got to say. And like I said on Drink Champs, when I was on there with Crooked, and Nori asked me about slaughterhouse, I said, "Thought you got to talk to those four gentlemen. One of them's right here. Yeah. What the fuck are you asking me for? I don't know. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it." But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Oh, we'll 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 get the project in here with Joel and Crook have to say. We'll hear their side of the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, when do you think we'll get the rise and fall of Pete Davidson? I think we got it right. Kanye put a video out. Uh, I think it's just the rise. I don't think Pete is falling. <laughs> Listen, you know what? In all of this, whatever happened to? Because you're not supposed to be mad at the guy. Can never be mad at the right? guy. Right. So it's like. I get it, Kanye. A lot of it is trolling. A lot of it is just poking. You know, it's definitely trolling. Yeah. So it's like I get it, but it's like it gets to a point now with this video and him burying Pete in the video, and he didn't bury him. He planted him. Pause. When you plant something, you have to dig. But his and... his head was above, and he put rose seeds. He the rose grew from the concrete. The concrete. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I get it. No, y'all not on Kanye. Y'all not on yeah. Kanye and I's level. Mm-hmm. I see. No, you and Kanye, you and Ye on the same. I get it. I, I yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the compete. Yeah, the rose grew from the compete. I got it. I got it. And then he he snipped the roses, and you know that's I I thought reconciliation when you give someone flowers. He was giving Pete his flowers. Got it. Don't give Pete his flowers while he's in the dirt and he's the flower. I just it just comes across a little. Along with everything else you've been saying about this gentleman, it just it just kind of fits a different narrative. Like, oh, you really trying to get him out of here? You trying to bury him for real? Because you've been trying to do that on social media for the past however many weeks, you're trying to bury him in his career. <laughs> he said everyone lived happily ever after except for Pete. Except for Pete. <laughs> Pete didn't live. See, so he buried him. <laughs> this is what I'm saying, man. But um, and I don't want to get too serious, but to say we all lived happily ever after except for Pete, who is openly manic depressive and like on yeah. mad medication is a really fucked up thing to say. That's what I'm saying. This, this to me was like the first out of all of this shit where I was like, all right, yeah, you might be going they a little drag, too far. dragging this shit. Yeah, you're going a little too it's, far it's, with this th- shit. All right, I'll say it. It's corny as fuck. I still laugh at it, but I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to even look at this shit no more because I'm just like, uh, either y'all going to work it out or you're not. Like I, like I said, I like the way Miguel handled his his marriage and his divorce mm-hmm. and his remarriage, like did it behind the scenes away from social media, just popped out with a photo like, yeah, we ain't got my wife back because that's my wife and I love her and we had to work it out. Mm-hmm. Stay off social media. You don't need the, you don't need the world involved in that type of shit. Well, Kanye is mentally ill. 
I think to a degree we all are. We all have struggle no, with mental health. No, but Kanye health. is literally mentally ill. No, we have yeah. to address that when we're addressing Kanye. This is not a regular person we're talking about. Oh, absolutely. About. I know um, that. All right, let's go back to the documentary in the, the third episode. What Cootie said after college dropout went out and he was working on the next one, he was getting doing more press. He said, I'm going to become a character. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, and every time the camera went on, Kanye became that character. Mm-hmm. I get it. Is it a character? No. Granted, I no, I do think he has some mental health problems. He, He's bipolar. Uh, He's certified bipolar. He definitely has uh, Asperger type symptoms from what I've seen of someone that's been around those people for a long time. Um, I just do think there is a character to it and he's doing it with the best character cast ever, which is the Kardashian family. Like this is two empires of low ball entertainment coming together in that regard. <laughs> low ball entertainment. It is. That's what that shit is. <laughs> shit is turn your fucking brain off entertainment, which is fine. I, I like that type of shit. It's a, it's, I've, it's watched, I've watched every episode of 90 Day Fiance. It has, it has a spot in my brain. Like I, I definitely, We all need that type of shit. Yeah. That's why they're geniuses in their craft. Kanye also happens to be in, a genius in some substance as well. But He's talented for sure. He also lives in that character world of being this person that he was Way way before the Kardashians. Yeah. So when these two fucking empires of that meet, yeah, you might get fucking. What's happening right now? Mm-hmm. When have we ever seen Kanye on South Beach that much? <laughs> well, this is a show, man. It's well, a show. He's, he's, he's not. He's a single man now. So he, now he could. When he was making Donda in Atlanta, you ain't see him butt inside that little jail cell. Now he's using Miami and it fuckers on every single boulevard. He's on Washington. He on Ocean. He fucking on, he on Collins. He, he fucking everywhere with this he, chick. He outside. This is a show. You don't think he's not calling the paparazzi? Oh, of, no. Yo, we going. Oh, no, that's definitely. He's definitely a show with that girl. It's definitely. He had Wet Willies. Kanye West don't go to Wet Willies. He, <laughs> he was just with a, a, a other. A, Julia. Julia. Yeah. Ju, what's her name? Yeah, Ju, but he Julia was trying Fox. to make Julia be Kim, but Julia. No. She already did coke it? with the weekend. He had to go find. He had to go find a real. Find it was in a movie. movie. I know you stupid, bro. <laughs> she already did coke. Don't worry. This part is going on on Patreon just because uh I like my job and I think Big might take it from me. But, nah. But, uh, we got to think about the fact that Kim went from being from with one mentally insane person to another person, not mentally insane, but mentally unhealthy person to another one who is also mentally unhealthy. So she has some things she needs to address within herself. Talk because about they are, both have diagnosed mental health issues. Uh, well, that's fucked but up. Maybe she's Why a can't, healer. Well, I have diagnosed maybe. mental health issues. No one can love me now. Yeah, like maybe she's a healer. <laughs> the fuck? You know, when some women are healers, they feel like they can fix fix men and help them. Well, so. she failed. I wouldn't want her healing me if she failed with the first one. Is it his, her responsibility? Though? No, it's not her. It's not her responsibility to heal at all. But if you are saying I can't be with this man anymore because. He is mentally ill, and then you go be with someone else who is known suicidal, mentally ill. I have a question. Yes. Who says Kim Kardashian is not mentally ill? Oh, I listen. I'm, I literally just said I feel like you know she has to address her issues. <laughs> we all have mental health issues. It's different from having mental health issues and being mentally ill, Mall, and you know it. Is it? Is it? I yes. think to be successful in the world that Kim is the goat in, you have to have a certain mentally ill brain to do so and i don't mean that in a insulting way at all this is also coming from someone that is diagnosed with that you but to be successful in that world yes you have to have a level of mental illness i think in a lot of 
jobs and genres, whatever the fuck you want to call it, you have to be mentally ill to be the best at it. I think our greatest artists were all mentally ill. Like to be in certain entertainment parts, to succeed the way these people have, you have to be mentally ill. <laughs> a sane person cannot do it. Just, it's impossible. I just said we all suffer from mental. Well, some just to higher degrees, but yeah. I think in entertainment period, you have to have a level of mental illness to succeed in it yeah, because it's a it's a mentally the concept of entertainment is mentally ill so you have to be mentally ill to be at the top of it i agree i think that it definitely takes a certain level of uh you being able to detach yourself from certain things emotionally yes <laughs> uh in order to be super successful in entertainment um or anything at that matter like i think to be a, a super successful athlete i think that you know, just mentally, your brain doesn't have certain, it's not equipped with certain things mm -hmm. because you've been so fixed on, you know what I mean? Like this, this is what you know. You didn't give yourself opportunity to get stronger mentally in other areas. And to you could go in without mental illness and come out with it because that's the only way to be successful. To be mm -hmm. a fucking football player, yeah, you could go in the most mentally health person on earth. You could be super stable. Up. To be able to have the mentality at that fucking level of athletics in that violence, you mm -hmm. have to be a mentally ill person. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. You, we all have it. We all suffer from it. I think that some of us just dive deeper into it and we, some of us never come out of it. Mm. You know what I mean? I think that's the difference. I think some of us have the ability to feel when we're slipping and we're like, okay, this is getting bad. It's the the teeth ledger. We kind of pull back a little bit. Yeah, we kind of pull back a little bit like, all right, I'm almost in too deep with this shit. Let me pull back, get back to myself back to my roots and, you know, ground myself, center myself, because now I'm way too indulged in this fucking world. But he, like Heath Ledger acting shit, not every story is Jim Carrey's story, where now he is, from what we see, a very mentally sound and in touch with himself type, type of person. Mm -hmm. He lost himself in that. You have to be mentally ill to be that good at acting. Yeah. You have to be. There's Absolutely. no way, no sane person can get into that character without having something fucked up up here. Absolutely, I agree. I, that's what I'm saying. You, we all have it. It's just how we tap into it, mm. how far we go into the, our mental health. And because if you have physical health issues, which we've all been sick, we've all you know something not maybe something too severe, but you, you fix it, you yeah. correct it. Same thing with mentally. We all have it. It's there. Sometimes we we get depressed. We get you know whatever. But then, do we stay in that? Do we mm -hmm. come? How do we come out of that depression? Do we start changing our lifestyle and? start changing the things that we do daily and to, to get out of that depression and get out of that mental health zone where it's, you're not in a healthy environment. Sometimes people are like, nah, I want to see where this, how far this goes. I want to stay in this depression. I want to operate in this. I want to create through this depression. Like, that's and, depression. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> just depression. like, yo, what the fuck? Like, you got to take time to, 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 you know, get back to your happy spot and your, in your zone of peace and, and just being, you know, at one and centered, man. Like, cause like you said, to but, be that, Famous, that popular, and you have to be on it all the time. When you step outside, it's a thousand cameras on you, a million eyes on The environment doesn't call for what you're talking about. No, I agree. And to be the best at it, you have to stay in that environment. You got to stay in it. You got to stay in it. So, yeah, I agree. We, you know, but uh, he went a little too far with the video, though. I agree. No, I, I little, thought it was corny. A little too far, but it is what it is. Still uh, a great record, though. No, really. I fucking love that record. It's probably like, one of my favorite records. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's, we not, never talk about the music when it comes to Kanye. It's everything around it. Um, is that a, is that it, D? Um, say goodbye to your listeners. Tell them you love them. All right, so uh, yeah, man, I think we we kind of touched on what we needed to touch on. Uh, things were touched. 
things were touched uh, consensually. <laughs> consensually, we touched some some things. I'm trying to be touched. All right, man. Listen, <laughs> we'll 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 we'll, we'll, we'll see y'all. We'll talk to y'all next in a while. week. Uh, King Von in, in DSPs now. Yes, cool kids. Cool I'm sure kids. there's some more stuff coming out. More um, music coming out. Um, we'll talk. Yeah, we'll see y'all next week. Have fun. Be safe. I'm that nigga. He's just ginger. You can't have ginger without nigger. And you can't spell nigger without ginger. And niggas love ginger. Peace. <laughs> no, warrior, no. <laughs>